0: Hello and welcome to Too Fast Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 86, Fast and Furious 6, Last Six. I'm Joey
1: Lewandowski. I'm Joe 2, and this episode is brought to you by Jensen Motors. Jensen Motors Limited was a British manufacturer of sports cars and commercial vehicles in West Bromwich, England. Shout out Jensen.
0: Did you once again say Jensen was a, was a, a car manufacturer?
1: Yeah, they were. They dissolved in 2011.
0: So who's paying us?
1: Dude, I just cash the checks. I don't ask yeah, too many questions. It? There were two Jensen brothers. I mean, maybe they still have Alan Jensen and Richard Jensen's kids have their money left or something, you know?
0: Sure. Cool. Why not? Sure. I believe it. The Jensen brothers are both
1: dead. So, I, I, hey, man, I just get the emails. They want to send us money. I don't say
0: no. Cool. Jensen bros. Where are you at? Yes.
1: Do you, So do you know which car the Jensen was in this movie?
0: Of course, it's the art for this episode. is the Letty Jensen Interceptor. The Jensen Interceptor. It's a pretty cool-looking car, right? Yeah, for sure. From uh, 1971, I think, is her model.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Very, very cool. Well, after the break, we will be welcoming back past guest, future guest, returning guest, Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party himself, to talk about Fast and Furious 6 continuing his one-episode-per-lap streak. He will have talked about 2, he will have talked <coughs> about 3, he will have talked about 5, They he will talk about 6. So he's almost halfway home after tonight. As of right now, I guess he's a third of the way home.
1: All roads lead home.
0: All roads lead home. But Joe, extracurricular activities. What have you been up to since we recorded Death Proof on Sunday?
1: Rachel and I got a new game and I actually sent you a picture from it, I think last night Mm -hmm. or two nights ago.
0: I don't think you told me what it's called. Maybe you did, but maybe not.
1: There's this game. A lot of my friends like it. It's actually like a, a four player, like a party game. It's called Codenames. I've never played that game. It's actually pretty famous now. Like you can get a Box of Code Names at like Target and stuff. Like it's become like one of these. You know what I mean? Like, sure. They don't carry a ton of games, but they carry some. Code Names is becoming pretty famous. We bought the two player version of Code Names because obviously it's just us two all the time. And the game is like you lay out a grid of words. So you make like a five by five grid. They have all these cards that have just rand like random words on them. Right. The goal is to get your partner to say the words on the board that you want them to say. And the uh, rules are you can only say one word. And then how many that you're trying to get them to say.
0: So it's like password, but like more than one word. If
1: you had knights in a castle and a mace, you would say like medieval three, right? Yep. And you try okay. to get them to guess those. And then there's words that like you, you, if they guess, if they say these words, you automatically lose.
0: You sent me a picture that yes. is tied to the show. Were you trying to guess or was Rachel trying to guess?
1: It was my clue to Rachel.
0: Okay. So you said... Fast and Furious. Yes. Five words. Yes. Look
1: at this board, though. Can you, like, explain all the words that could be Fast and Furious in this picture?
0: If I'm understanding your messages right, I matched Rachel, and you got four or five with us. Is that right? You and Rachel said the same things. And you didn't have barbecue, because you are very silly, and instead you did rust.
1: Yes. That was the thing. See, so, like, and when they get one wrong, then their turn is over. So I said Fast and Furious five, and I didn't even actually to be honest i didn't even see barbecue on the board i was so excited about all the other ones but right. she did the first clue that she picked was Brazil, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she got Brazil where I'm like, yes, you're on the right track. And then she picked barbecue like you. It wasn't right because I didn't see barbecue. So it was my fault. <sighs> barbecue oh, well. is a very correct answer. Joey answered barbecue first as well. So go ahead. What were the other ones?
0: So you sent me this thing. I said barbecue, Brazil, driver, gear, yes. sweat. Yes.
1: yes, Sweat was like a, a very obvious one. So like me. Tutu,
0: kind of like Tutu is close to Tay-Tay, but Tutu does not count. Salt is not terrible. I mean, salt, you know, would be barbecue-related. Silk, not sure. Sloth, not really. No. Coffee, not really. No. Rodeo, not really, although I I can't imagine we're too far away from being a rodeo. Balloon, similar. We have not been in a dirigible yet, but, you know, that's not... Too far off.
1: But I'm saying, like, if I was like the top five, the thing that if if barbecue wasn't there or barbecue was one of the ones I was trying to get you guys to guess, it would have been perfection. Yeah. I just got so amped that I saw Sweat Brazil, Gear Driver, and Rust all in the same thing. I was like, okay. Fast and Furious.
0: What was the thing in the bottom of the picture you sent? It's like a card with like a girl on there. It's a green background. It kind of looks like Letty. It
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the thing. It's a marker to say you got this word right. And we've, we both said this too when we were playing the game. And there's another one that looks just like Jason Statham too. <laughs> so there's like two that are like very Fast and Furious adjacent.
0: I wonder if we're just seeing what we want to see or like, you know. No, like it self, really looks self like Letty. Prophecy. It does.
1: No, it does. It really does look like Letty. And the other one definitely looks like Jason Statham. I mean like, come on, they're going to take inspiration from somewhere right and like yeah. the things like the, the game is like based around like spies so I'm sure that they threw a couple fast and the furious ones in there like ambiguous fast and the furious ones
0: um anything else
1: and I've been getting busier and busier but I managed to watch fantasy island last night
0: the movie yes do you remember that's the movie that I told you about the story where the guy said I fucking hate this movie oh really yeah that movie's awful
1: it was like fine fine brain mush for me last night it wasn't like great I wouldn't be like you have to go watch this immediately but if it was on tv I'd be
0: like yeah that's cool oh boy no that's the worst that's like I wonder if is that the worst movie of the year let me see my list (laughs) I was on a real roll this year of like watching movies from this year and like then movies basically stopped coming out yeah no that's by far the worst movie on my list this year (laughs) No, I didn't mind it. Like I say, it's not great. It's just like, it was fun brain
1: mush for a day. Yeah, no,
0: that movie's awful.
1: Okay, you could you can have your opinion. That's fine. Oh, I still boy, liked boy. it. You, you wouldn't sway me. Like, I'm not re-watching this movie tomorrow, right? But at the same time, I was like, that was fun.
0: One of the top reviews on Letterboxd just says this wouldn't even have made a mediocre quibby, which I mean when Quibi oh. is the punchline like that's you know that's a low blow that's very bad um, anything else that you've been up to since we did Death Proof
1: I think that's it I think that's it
0: we did a uh, cruise club for Edge of Tomorrow which is a movie that Mike and I and our guest Nick Jenkins both are all love so that was very cool. exciting that'll come out in a couple weeks I think because we're a little bit ahead of the game there cool uh, what else happened uh, we did not play Risk so no updates there okay we remade ourselves in you know. Our fantasy baseball league because we were like not our fantasy better. baseball like the, the separate franchise yeah yeah because yeah. we were zero and four and we're like we need to fix this and so we made everybody about five overall points better instead of going zero and four in the first series we went one and three and the other three games we lost fair. we weren't even close like it's just I don't know why we're so bad but we got to get better that's that's all it's, it's all that's all it is you know I feel like I'm a, a manager at a podium after a tough loss and just like. <laughs> You know, I got I got nothing. Like I even like I'm sitting with my arms crossed. Like I feel like just <laughs> we got know, all after... the right pieces. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't doesn't click. I'm running it through in my brain and uh, it's not working. And you know we just got to be better out there. Like what's crazy is that. So this last game where we lost, we were up three nothing, and then we lost nine to three. Both teams had <laughs> fifteen hits, and like they somehow got. You know, it's it all just stringing together, or whatever. Like we we did what they call scattering fifteen hits, where it's just like oh mm. none of these matter or whatever, right? Yes. But like. We scattered fifteen hits to get three runs across and they got fifteen run or fifteen hits to drive in nine. It's like, okay, yeah.
1: So they like one really good inning and just like wrecked
0: you. No, if you watch the game, like every one of their innings was a pretty good game a pretty good inning. So like it's not, you know, it's not <laughs> like we gave up twelve in one inning, but man oh man. But so that's fun, that's going. So this is not official to the world yet. Uh you're going to be the only the second person who knows about this outside of our wow. fantasy baseball league. And even our fantasy baseball league doesn't even know about it. This is a subsect. The, uh, the Tub Talk thread, we are doing, not on Reddit, not sending out emails, we're doing another March Madness thing-ish tomorrow. April oh, Madness, cool. starting tomorrow, so it, the first round will have been concluded by the time this comes out. But we are doing the best 90s action movie, which I feel like has been done probably a whole bunch of times, but it's a genre close to our hearts. And so we have eight different regions. So the eight different regions, it's like, you know, eight of eight, like we did this most recent time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have sci-fi movies, creature features, midday specials, Jean-Steven Van Seagal. So that's Van Damme and Seagal movies. Okay. Sequels. Action Comedies, Capers and Spies, Award Season. So there's eight in each of those. So it's at cageclub.me slash bracket. You can vote there. You can share with your friends. We're just not putting it on Reddit. It can go viral if it goes viral, but uh, we're just trying not to, you know, I think it's just share with friends and family and stuff like that, right? So
1: That's cool. I'm down. I'll vote.
0: Do you have a personal favorite 90s action movie? I'm
1: going to have to say Point Break, right? Well,
0: yeah. So Point Break, I was... So that's in the uh, Midday Specials, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. I think it's just... Maybe it's kind of like a grab bag. In that category, in that region, we have Speed as a number one. I was like, no, Point Break's got to be number one. He's like, what? And I was like, mm. But right now, Point Break's a two. But that's my favorite in that, for sure. I have that cool. coming out of that region, for sure.
1: That'll be fun. Yeah. I think that that's, what I would, that's, that's a good choice. I, when I see the list, I'll, I'll have different feelings.
0: So. The one thing that we're considering right now before we launch tomorrow, which will have been decided by the time this comes out, is we might just exempt Terminator 2 because it's kind of like the perfect action movie, and so if it wins, we're going to be like, well, yeah, of course course it won. And if it doesn't win, we're going to be like, why the fuck didn't Terminator... We're going to be mad at whatever wins. So we might just be like, look, we all know... That Terminator 2 was the best action movie of the 90s. That's why you're not going to be able to vote on it. But now we're figuring out, like, basically what the second best action movie is. So we're trying to prevent assault or a slow Wi-Fi or, you know what I mean? Like, it mm, just... Yeah. Although I do feel like no matter what wins, we're going to be disappointed.
1: Yeah, that's how it always works, brother.
0: Because my friend was posting about some site was doing, like, a best pasta shapes.
1: Oh, God. I don't I don't want to talk about it.
0: Did you follow this, too, or no?
1: <laughs> no. I just know that it'll make me irrationally angry, and I'm very some, calm like, weird, right now.
0: Some weird shape one. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, I'm glad... I've I comment, I'm like, I'm glad that it's not only our March Madness brackets that like always Ruined have a disappointing every- winner. No matter what happens when you crowdsource things, people are not happy.
1: No, but Wells and I have talked about this on Twitter before. Every pasta shape has its own purpose. That's the whole point of why there's a hundred different shapes of pasta. Yes, there is no one best one without saying like what sauce you're doing or what you're using it for. There's no ultimate like one best pasta
0: shape. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. I did not vote once, I did not look. Um, but I know that he was very disappointed. Angry. He's one of our bigger supporters of our March Madness. And so I, I, I think he's always, like, in the same kind of mentality. Like, I can't, like, uh, yeah, of course, Salt One. Like, what? I, just, like, it's the same yeah. thing where, what are people voting on? What uh, what even are people voting on? Yes. Okay. So I don't think there's anything else that I've done. You said there's something else you've done. So let's move on to our Patreon page, TooFastToForever.com. Shout out mm. to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex, Ellen, and Justin Kleinman for Thank supporting us over there. Thank you all so very much. Oh, also... I what? do want to say this Sunday night, May 3rd, 9 p.m. Eastern, Reminder. join us yes. for our Tokyo Drift Watch Along. We emailed out to the same 30 or 40 people that we did last time. And it feels like, I mean, I think maybe this is just the either A, we're in quarantine. B, (laughs) we're actually sending things out in a reasonable time, or C, just like early optimism and people are going to fall off. But it feels like we might have a much bigger turnout this time than last time, which would be very cool. I mean, last time was great, but if we had even more family, it would be even better.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. We had a fun time last time, and I would like for all of you guys to join. Anybody that joined last time knows that it will just be us bullshitting over the movie and talking nonsense. You can ask whatever wacky fun time questions you want live.
0: That'll be this Sunday, May 3rd, as this comes out, next Sunday Mm. for us. If you have not gotten the email, if you don't know what the process is, Uh, We will send out a link via email or something, probably to everybody, but if you did not get an email from us, I probably just forgot you. It was not malicious. So email family at cageclub.me and let us know and I will add you to our proverbial mailing list for the future.
1: Talk or chat or whatever you feel like, too. Yes.
0: Or you could just watch the movie in fucking silence and not... (laughs) I mean, that'd be
1: weird, but you can do that. (laughs) You can definitely do that. Watch it with subtitles just while other people are talking.
0: Um, Joe, we have an email address here on the show, family at cageclub.me. Like I just said, we only have one Email tonight and it's got some pictures, got some multimedia attachments. Ooh. So I'm going to download these and send these to you. So this is from Hector.
1: Oh, okay. What's up, Hector?
0: Subject line Fast and Furious oh. Cars in a Mobile Racing Game. He says, Hey Joey's, I just want to let you know that there's an event in a mobile game that I play called CSR2 that lets you get these iconic boys through paying for them or to by winning them. Gotta go, stay fast, stay furious. Who was just texting us about this game? Nick Burris actually just messaged me
1: on Facebook Messenger a couple days ago saying the same thing, and it's CSR2, yeah. Hey, Nick, you and Hector should become game friends on the game because you both were playing it or noticed it, so that's cool.
0: And you said, stop, I'm already balls deep in Disney Sorcerer's Arena. (laughs)
1: God, I do love Disney Sorcerers Arena. I really do. It's so enjoyable. Like for how fucking stressed and shit I am, it is so mindless and fun.
0: I still have not played it. I um... don't play it. I'm not. Oh, I'm not going to. Don't you? Don't you? Don't don't worry about it.
1: it. Just don't even start. It's not. It actually is a lot like uh, Kingdom Hearts, right? But just, like, also a mobile game version of it with, like, okay. leveling and stuff, so.
0: And that's all the emails we have. We are, uh, it's a quick turnaround between, e- between the episodes. If you have an email that you want to send in, family at cageclub.me, we've not gotten any rankings in a while. I have to think that there's new listeners out there. Ooh. So your rankings, or your revised rankings, or what you're doing in quarantine, or fast, in, or in and out versus whatever. Did you find us in
1: quarantine? Have you caught up in quarantine? I want to know yeah. all of these things.
0: Actually, so it was not, so This what was very cool this week. What? Was on Twitter. We had some podcast app, uh, Swoot, S-W-O-O-T, and what they are is they are – it's a podcast player that you can, I think, add friends, and so I think it's kind of like how you have friends on Spotify or whatever, and you can see what other people are listening to as they listen to it. Swoot seems like a social podcast app, like podcast podcatcher, and I've not used it yet, but I was just, you know, minding my own business, and yesterday – as we're recording this, so last Tuesday, the day that Vanishing Point came out, we got a tweet that just said, We're all taking life a quarter mile, does that equal a day, at a time, these days? So we totally get it if you wanted to binge the Fast and Furious movies. We recommend pairing your movie-thon with today's hashtag stay home pick Too Fast, Too Forever. Which is the coolest
1: shit ever, right? And like...
0: to our... Our, our show on their site
1: and yeah it's like it's super cool i mean like maybe i missed it in all of the dodge emails that we had last week or something
0: yeah i don't know how they <laughs> found us i'm actually wondering i want i want to know I'm so curious how they find us? how they pick us? Like, what did they do? Swoot X Stay Home, today they picked Newcomers, which is Lauren Lapkus and Nicole Byer watching Star Wars for the first time, but, like, they're both, like, established comedians. <laughs> yeah! Um, Swoot does not have a huge following, but it was still, like, awesome that, like, this, you know, account with, like, 600 followers or whatever was just, like hey, these guys are cool. Check them out. We're like, oh. Yeah, how did they pick? I just don't want to know how they picked us. Like, Swoot X Stay Home. Yeah, they've been doing this for a who while. Works? It's like Who they've works been at maybe... Swoot that oh, <laughs> so found us? Welcome to April and to the start of Swoot X Stay Home, our sommelier service that pairs a podcast with what you think you might be binge watching in the time of social distancing. Join us all month for our pod pairings and let us know what you're watching. So there's one about Tiger King. There's one about Brown Love, about Shit's Creek. Yeah. About Westworld. So I I wonder if they're finding podcasts that they love or if they're just like, we love the Fast and Furious movies. I wonder if there's a podcast about Fast and Furious movies. And then, you know, they go from there. So me, I don't Either know way, how they found it, but it was still very, very cool. I'm honored. That's super cool. So thank you to Swoot. Thank you to Swoot. Shout and if out you're Swoot. out there and you don't, um, like, I have not used it yet, so I can't vouch for it. But if you're out there and you're not thrilled with the podcatcher you're using, try out Swoot. You know, they're not there. They actually didn't pay us. Not like Jensen. Just kicking around the uh, proverbial couch cushions <laughs> to sponsor this episode. Just give us two of try. I mean, there's no harm, no foul. So yeah, give it a shot down. and let us know. Family at cageclub.me. On the streets, Joe. There's one news, and there's not. It's not really Fast and Furious news, but it's Fast and Furious adjacent. Dwayne Johnson and Issa Rae are making a backyard wrestling show for HBO. Interesting. So Issa Rae is the star and maybe creator of Insecure. Do you know her? Do you know that Joe? No,
1: I don't. But I know this name, and I'm sure that I know the person if I saw their face. Let me Google them.
0: There's an entire generation that might only know Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a movie star, but the former professional wrestler seems to be going. Out oh yeah, of I know exactly
1: who this is. Yes. To be
0: involved in wrestling adjacent projects these days he produced and appeared in fighting with my family he has a show about his early wrestling days called young rock and now he's teaming up with Issa ray to executive produce a backyard wrestling show for hbo it's currently called t-r-e-c-n-t aka tree count trey count it's written by mohammed el masri
1: three count like the three count one two three
0: it says aka T. R. E. count no 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 because it's in houston's third ward the trey
1: okay but still, the three count for wrestling. That's yeah. what they're
0: getting. Oh, yeah. At. So, yeah. For those who don't have any familiar with wrestling, it has a dual meaning. Yes. Not, where not only where it takes place, but also refer- referencing the three count. Yes. Yes. So you're right. Yeah. Easter is also going to be the star alongside Ku Mail in that movie, The Lovebirds, which is supposed to be the uh, the big debut at South By. And then South By got canceled. And then Netflix picked it up. And I think it's coming to Netflix maybe next month. Okay. Oh, cool. So, she's already big because she was on. She's the star of an HBO show, even if, you know, it's not the most popular HBO show in the world, like the fact that she's the star of a show. On it, yeah, for and sure. And now she's doing this with The Rock, and she's going to be in the, you know, the female lead in this other movie, and so, yeah, Issa Rae is one to watch, and this will be cool. This will be very good. Very cool. Yeah, it looks like uh, this doesn't have a date yet. Oh, also, I don't think we talked about it, but Jungle Cruise, the uh, Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt movie, was pushed back to July 30th of 2021. And the Love mm. Words, like I said, is coming out this year on May 22nd. So any news that you found this? No, I didn't week? find any news. Not at all. Sorry. Yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, like this is actually something that we could, you know, talk, talk about because there's nothing going on. Not there's nothing happening. Rock the vote. The Rock president. Jim Ross says The Rock would win if he ran for president of the United States, says 411 you mania. Know who, you know com. who Jim
1: Ross is? Uh, the announcer. Yeah, okay, cool. I, will, I know, I'm I know sorry. from the memes.
0: Like, I know the like the, where they put his audio or something that's not. He killed him! He broke him in half! In an interview with The Roman Show, Jim Ross discussed The Rock possibly running for president, saying he thinks The Rock would get elected if he ran, and he would never doubt The Rock. First of all, he'd probably get elected, this is a quote. Secondly, I would not advise him to take such a drastic cut in pay to clean up a mess that professional politicians have made. These politicians today are so greedy and so selfish they have made the coronavirus become a political issue. <laughs> side of the aisle, that side of the aisle, it's amazing to me that nobody pays attention to how much money these congressmen and senators are worth when they first come to Washington and how much they're worth on the same salary when they leave Washington. Nobody either has the balls or the intellect to ask that question. I like that. That's cool. I can respect that. And then I knew from the minute I met him the first we talked, the first lunch we had, he's special. I believe in my heart I felt he could do anything. He hasn't proven me wrong yet. That's how I look at that. He'd be successful at anything he does. People would like to have a breath of fresh air from what we've been accustomed to in the White House. I don't think he'll run for office, but who knows? If he decides he wants to at some point for a brand new challenge to make global history again in a major way, you never say never, but I'm a believer in Dwayne Johnson. and whether, Whatever Dwayne Johnson says he's going to do, I am never going to doubt him. Those are some really good, like, that's kind of, like, the best version of, like, a LinkedIn endorsement. Like, do you want to endorse this person for, like, Microsoft Office? It's like, yes, I saw him use Outlook at work, and he was great. Like, that's, that's like a stump speech if I've ever heard one. (laughs) I liked it. I, I like Jim Ross, so. And then I searched Dwayne Johnson president. There's a lot of news here. So there's that same story we just read. President Meghan Markle 2024 gamblers bet on it. So she's moving back, I guess, maybe, you know. If she can't be a princess, why not president?
1: Interesting.
0: An opinion piece in the Washington Post, Trump made the jump to the White House. Is one of these nine non-politicians next? Is it The Rock? Yeah, for sure. Bill Gates, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So here's some quotes about We're him. not the only people thinking this, apparently. David Byler says The Rock 2024 could be a healing experience for the American right. He's an approachable, lovable representation of right-wing American culture, the true anti-Trump and David Dondriel says, This smart, charismatic, insanely famous superstar can run the Trump playbook whenever he chooses. He has his celebrity power, the social media finesse, the larger-than-life cartoon superhero persona, and imagine how popular the recipe will be once he strips away the narcissistic clown vibe. That turns off roughly half the country. So here's here's basically how you have to be president. Like, if you want to be a good president, Go be ahead. charismatic, be someone that people can get behind, and then hire smart people and let them run the country.
1: My history teacher used to always say there's three there's three ways to become president. You need three things. Hair, height, optimism. That's all you need. And if you have those, you'll win presidency.
0: So The Rock only has two of those.
1: Based on him, he was like, not enough hair. It's whoever has the best hair, whoever is the, the tallest, and optimism.
0: Although I gotta say, the no hair is probably better than a lot of other people's actual hair.
1: Fair? Yeah, I think so too. This was his take on it in, you know, the early 2000s. Sure. And he was an older gentleman. That was his take on it up until that point, which it reigned true then. Mm -hmm. Times are, they are changing, so.
0: Also on this list, Tucker Carlson, John Legend. Nope. Peter Thiel, Mark Cuban, Oprah Winfrey. I honestly don't care who the next president is as long as they hire smart people to run the country. and That's how it should be. It should be a team. It's not one person ever, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So I just realized when um, we were going through that and it's like, you know, The Rock 2024, I was like, oh, God, we're doing this, like, we're literally doing this forever. Like, I was thinking it was going to end <laughs> in November, but, like... <laughs> obviously he's not running this year like this is, <laughs> this is the long game like oh boy like i just i was hit with the gravity he's like but gravity. there's still Everything articles
1: coming him. out about it which is even crazier <laughs> if it like died at some point we'd be like okay like it's dead but like no there's still no. like people
0: endorsing him. yeah all right the last thing have to do the fast and the furious minute minute 53 so i got two names for this where are they ted or and this one's a little bit of a thinker this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny three times that you even know me. Move! Let me ask you a question, Ted.
2: Do you see anything wrong here? No.
1: We got no windows, do we? No, do we? No, do we? No, not. A
0: couple Nissan SR20 motors will pull up premium one week before race wars, huh? Yeah, probably.
2: You're a smart fence, Ted. Maybe too smart. What are you feeling, Lance? 40 weight? 50 weight? Oh, 40 weight sounds nice.
0: So of those two titles, I mean, you obviously know what the second one is in reference to. Are you are you going biblical on us? I'm going biblical on you. Oh. Because in this scene, twice, Johnny Tran says to Ted, as you just heard, he asks him the same question three times. Twice. We got no engine. <laughs> do we? Do we? Do we? What does he say? Where are they, Ted? Where are they? Where are they? And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. And I was just thinking, you know... Great writing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What the fuck does he mean when he calls him a smart fence? Well, you know a fence. No. Oh, you don't know a fence. What does this mean? So a fence is like a receiver, like he's a moving man. Like he's someone who buys stolen goods and then sells them. Oh,
1: okay. It's, okay. Okay. No, I didn't know that. Okay. So
0: yeah, so that's when he's saying that like, you're a smart fence, but you're too smart. Like he's, he's basically like you're just supposed to, as a fence, like he's kind of acting as the broker, right? Like he knows Dom and team steal hundred thousand dollars in DVD players, right? And they okay. sell it to a fence, ostensibly, who buys them for twenty k or whatever, right? And then sells them maybe for forty k. Like he's the middleman; he takes kind of all the risk. Everybody's taking risks, but like he takes a lot of the risk, and he makes a quick buck by flipping them. And that so he's kind of the middleman. So when he, when Johnny Tran's like, "You're a smart fence, Ted," he's like, "Hey, you're supposed to be this guy that like is in the crew—not in the crew, but like part of the crew. You have a job to play a part to fill, whatever." But you're yeah. asking too many questions. Stop it.
1: That makes sense. I didn't know what the word fence was in reference to. Yeah, so it's like a middleman between
0: thieves and the eventual buyers. And so basically, he might be, I think, probably stereotypically, especially like in this movie that we just watched in six, maybe like pawn shops, where it's just like, well, how do you, how are you selling this thing for this this little amount of money? It's like, well, you know, I got my, I got my ways. And like, yeah. what they're doing isn't really illegal. I mean, maybe it what? is ex buying stolen goods
1: if you buy stolen goods and you know that they're stolen it's like then, eating yes, in the bad kind of it, it's illegal yes and if you buy goods and you didn't know they were stolen the property can still get confiscated it's not right. like you're like oh well like i didn't know it was stolen so like it's my car now it's like I mean, no it still goes back to the owner
0: yeah, I mean, look at that dinosaur skull that Nicholas Cage bought. Like, he bought it. Like, people, like, gave him shit for that. I mean, I guess anybody who buys a dinosaur skull, like, yeah, maybe give him shit Weird. for it. But, like, yeah. he didn't know it was stolen, and then he gave it back. Like, they said, you know, this is this belongs to a museum no, he, or something. He didn't
1: give it back. Like, I mean, he, he did give it back, but they would have taken it back anyways. Like, it's like... That's not yours. So
0: so which of those two titles do you like? Where are they, Ted? Or This Very Night Before the Rooster Crows? You Will Deny Three Times That You Even Know Me?
1: I would have liked 40 weight, 50 weight, question mark.
0: What is that? I asked you to look it up because I don't know. Is that, is that... I do know what it is. It's car related, I'm sure. But like I don't yes. know what it's actually in reference to. Is it oil?
1: It is. The weight of the oil is the viscosity of the oil. Okay. The higher the number, the more viscous it is. It goes to 50.
0: So is more viscous more, is it less liquidy, like less watery or more watery?
1: So zero would be like very, very thin. 50 okay. would be like very, very g- like gunky.
0: So they're hitting him with like the most gunky oil they can.
1: No, he said 40 weight, 50 weight. He's like 40 weight's fine. Okay. But so like, almost. yes. Okay. Yeah, like, 40 weight's pretty high for car things. I th- Your car, my car probably takes, like, uh, 30, right? But they always measure it in, like... Usually in your car, it's a blend, and it's, like, a 1, so it's, like, 5W30, right? Or, like, 10W30. You know these names? You've heard these before, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 1's, like, the viscosity at like room temperature or like normal temperature and then once once the viscosity heating it up yeah when it's hot and you want to have a blend so like the car will start but also will be viscous at high temperatures when the car is running
0: so when you're pumping it and just like basically waterboarding a guy oh because in this minute we did not say johnny tran and lance interrogate ted about the missing engines unhappy with his answers johnny and lance effectively waterboard ted with oil johnny holds the hose to ted's face lance pumps and primes it all as Brian looks on.
1: Yes, I think that a higher weight oil would be more torturous than a lighter weight oil. Well,
0: yeah, because I mean, like it's it's like thicker, it's like chunkier, it's harder to yeah. swallow. I guess not that you're not that you want to swallow it, but like.
1: But it'd also be like thicker on you and like harder yeah. to get off. So like, yeah, he's saying like, should we go full fifty weight? And he's like, nah, 40's fine. Yeah. But also, Forty's still very aggressive. So. I'm
0: being generous. I just Let's just do Forty. Yes. Then
1: <laughs> Lance's... By the way, I've added this note. Lance's face when he's holding the gun and the shot of just Lance's face is probably one of my favorite face acting moments in any movie. Really?
0: Okay, let me take a look.
1: Right as Johnny Tran's walking to get the oil, there's like a shot, and it's just like the barrel of the gun and like Lance's face, and he's like... <sighs> Rachel said it's the face that sounds like... <laughs> home improvement like at the end when it's like Like, oh okay it's a face that you would make to describe that sound oh when like when there's a close-up on his face like the (laughs) blank face that he's got (laughs) yeah he looks like so he's just like so empty when he was shooting that and it's like one of those like shots that like you're supposed to see the like the tension in his eyes or like the the aggression yeah he's just like, like he just looks like so aloof. Yeah. I really enjoy it.
0: So, in this moment, in this minute of, of note, a of particular note, we get Ted's first lines of dialogue. We talked about Ted played by Bo Holden. Uh, we talked yes. about him last minute, so go check out that last a episode. Lot. We also learned Ted's role in relation to Johnny Tran. He's a fence. My biggest question, where did the rest of Tran's crew go? Because we talked about how they rolled in like 10 deep, and you were like, no way. I was like, no, they have like seven bikes and two cars and whatever. So there's the three of them. I see three kind of behind Johnny and Lance doing something like what, like a workbench or something. But like, there's still five people that are four or five people that like, aren't visible. Like, where, where is everybody?
1: You have to imagine it's a garage. They're bringing this guy back. It's a night, right? Hector was already partying. We assume that it's the same night, so maybe they came back to just, like, party at the garage, and they're, like, in the office getting beers or something.
0: Okay, so then a follow-up question to that, because I think that makes sense. What? If they're essentially spreading out, how are they not finding Dom and Brian and Vince?
1: Because Dom and Brian and Vince are, like, behind the cars. I don't know where, the, like, the office of the shop is, right?
0: Like, I get that it's, like, a big, big-ish big garage, right? But it feels yes. like it's not big enough for, like, we, we don't see them, and they don't see each other you know it just feels like it's kind of convenient
1: if you've ever been to like a garage and you came in it was empty it's quiet you don't go check behind every car when you walk in and if you're going to the office you're just going to go to the office right
0: well you know now that i've seen this movie you you got to you got you gotta what (laughs) look around yeah i just posted the picture that's the picture you're talking about right yes that's exactly what i'm talking about
1: I really like the face that he, Lance is making right there. It's it's one of my favorite parts of the first one.
0: What else did you notice in this minute? Anything of particular note in minute fifty-three? And do no. we want to nom- do we want to call it forty weight fifty weight, or do we want to call it one of mine?
1: It's up to you. I think you can you you hold the the race. Because here's here.
0: the, here's the thing. So like the trivia question they had, we can get to this at the end. I said, what is Ted's job or role or relationship with Johnny Tran and his crew? Which we can do. Which none of the titles giveaway. I think we could also say which weight oil or which viscosity oil we have to figure out the wording. If we want to have that as a bonus question, or if we don't want to, we could put it as a title. But I think that's also a nice kind of, possibly a, a, a very difficult but gettable trivia question.
1: I like it as a as a trivia question for sure. In okay. which case then I like your title.
0: Which one? The quote or the biblical verse?
1: I like where are they Ted. I think okay. that's a little bit better. Yeah.
0: Okay. Ted. Okay. So what did you notice anything of note in this minute?
1: Um no, I got all the stuff and we went over that in the last minute. So sorry. Um, I added some stuff in the last minute, minute 52 of the document, you know, like some stickers and stuff on the cars. I can't get the license plate of the red Toyota that's on the lift because it just isn't a bad angle the whole time. It's it's just like the way it is, like there's a five in there somewhere, but I was like, I'm not trying to do this. I looked up Nissan SR20 motors. Nissan made a lot of SR motors, right? And then like, like there was a 10 SR20 motors were, like, very, very popular ones in the racing scene. You know, they turbocharged them, blah, blah, blah. I put a link to a whole bunch of information about Nissan SR20 motors there. Because I was like, yeah, I just thought that was cool.
0: So there's no music in this minute. There's, again, this is, like, there's a lot of dialogue spoken here. I was like, there's going to be more. But, like, there's not really necessarily more than there's ever been. But there's a lot here because Johnny is very angry. Yes. You know, Lance is his puppy dog who just, like, is like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Like, you make, make make daddy happy um so he's right there with him and ted is just like yeah like ted doesn't seem scared enough no maybe he's been in this before i don't know that's it's why lance's
1: gotta... face he's looking at lance's face and he's lance looks so doofy he's like am i supposed to be nervous here <laughs> that's why we gotta
0: get Bo holding on the show be like so what, what was going through your brain in this like were you nervous
1: yeah all right it, it t- seems like he was probably really nervous and like the director like rob cohen was just like look dude
0: just relax. Oh, I'm not saying the actor was nervous. I'm saying the character should have been nervous.
1: Yeah, I know. But I'm saying the actor is like trying to play calm so well. He personally is trying to be calm because he's nervous about doing a movie thing. It comes off as that he's not as nervous about Johnny Tran.
0: It's a weird circular logic, but okay. Yeah. So we got two trivia questions here. The first one, the one that we talked about, I just have, unless you think there's a better thing, what type of oil do Johnny and Lance use to waterboard slash torture Ted? 20 weight, 30 weight, 40 weight, or 50 weight? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, is 40 weight. But the other one is, what is Ted's job slash role slash relationship with Johnny Tran and his crew? So we have fence is the correct answer. But what are, th- what are three other jobs? Like, why could there just be like a random white guy? Accountant. Okay. I like that.
1: Definitely. A random white guy could be an accountant.
0: I want to say like, this is not the, it's not a good term, but, like a scout, you know, like he, like he can sort of be like recon maybe. What's the title? Like, what would be the job title for the guy at the very beginning of this movie who says, look for the truck with Rogers on the side? What do we call yeah. that? Like the tipster. Tipster, okay. Say tipster slash scout.
1: Okay. His personal lawyer. Okay. Lawyer's cool, right? He looks like he—he looks like he could be a lawyer too.
0: Yeah. Sure. Very, very cool. Any other thoughts about minute fifty-three, aka, where are they, Ted? No, I—I I
1: don't actually. I—I th- I like that minute. That's a pretty good one. It's like the the oil in the face one. It's probably one of my favorites. I like I really enjoy how contained it is.
0: Yeah. Well, let's take a break. Let us hear another word from Jensen Motors. May they rest mm. in peace and bring back in Mr. Brian Rodriguez to talk about Fast and Furious 6.
1: episode number 86, brought to you by the Jensen Motor Corporation. The Jensen Interceptor was a grand touring car which was hand-built at the Kelvin Way factory in West Bromwich near Birmingham in England by Jensen Motors.
0: Shout out, Jensen. Thank you, Jensen. Welcome back to the show. We also realized we forgot when we were doing his credits, kind what? of, his Fast and Furious guest appearances in the top of the show, we forgot that he was on an episode in between. He was on our most recent Hobbs and Shaw episode. True with Cara Gale O'Regan. Welcome back to the show, Brian Rodriguez. Hello, Brian.
2: Hi. Well, I'm glad to be back. You know, that's okay if you forget that one, because it's not technically in the main series, so it's all good.
0: Oh, no, but it's still family to us. It is. It's, it's like a
2: cousin, though. It's like a cousin. It's not like a brother. <laughs>
0: well, that's, what's, that's the tricky thing, is that that's the one that's like the most volatility. Like, the other day, Jordan messaged me and Cara and was like, I just watched Too Fast, and I think it's maybe not my least favorite anymore. Yeah. And I was like, well... You know, you're right. It's not the worst. Fate is the worst definitively. But I was trying to say like 2, 4 and 8 are pretty widely the bottom 3 in some order. And then I was like 7 and Hobbs like the two wild cards more than anything else. Like they're the ones that have the most volatility. And so I think Hobbs is family, Hobbs and Josh's family, but it's 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 hard to rank. It's hard to pin down.
2: I don't get that. And I don't get the 2 thing. You know, I have all the love for Too Fast Too Furious, but that's another story for another day.
0: Did you know I was saying this to Joe before, I was looking up uh, Sung Kang movies on Letterboxd, and I was just clicking on a bunch of movies that I had not seen before. The movie from 2007, starring Jet Li, War, has Jet Li, Jason Statham, Devin Aoki, and Sung Kang.
2: Wow! So it's like,
0: Too Fast, it's Tokyo Drift, and it's Seven. It's like, the weirdest blend of all these, and whenever we do our either Tokyo Drift lap or a Sun King lap i was trying to i was basically trying to see if we could do a Sun King lap yeah. i don't think we can i think that there's just not enough there but if we did like a Tokyo Drift Lap, where we also add in other stuff, you know, 200 episodes of NCIS or whatever <laughs> New, N- NCIS New Orleans or whatever that show is that, that guy's in on, that Lucas Black is on, yeah, you know, we could probably do that. But there's a couple out there, but I was like, holy shit, like that's a weird blend of, of people, man.
2: Well, if you do a Tokyo Drift Lap, you have two films that we will be covering on this podcast. Uh, on, sorry, on, on my podcast, I should say, High School what? Slumber Party, Cheap Plug. Well, first is Better Luck Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, that's,
0: that's the one. That's like that's basically why we need to do this sooner rather than later, because I feel like of all the movies that we have not covered yet, that's, like, number one with a bullet.
2: And you could do Friday Night Lights, because it has Lucas Black.
0: Oh, okay, okay. We have the next one lap planned, but maybe in two laps. You know, after this lap, eight, maybe. Maybe Tokyo Drift. We've, we've been toying with that. I don't know. Maybe, like, a lot of, like, Shaw Kung Fu movies, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh
0: i like that
2: when are you doing that parody movie oh never probably you have to do that movie it's terrible how do you not do the the too fast i guess it's just a overall fast and furious parody you have to it's bad What's it called super fast i think it's called
0: oh Oh, yeah with the exclamation point right
2: yeah uh, uh, probably
0: (laughs) super fast exclamation point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy. They need yeah, to they the,
1: uh... need to just and there has to be a sequel that has two exclamation points.
0: <laughs> and it cast somebody in the lead that like he looks like Vin. Like that's like they cast this guy. Oh, and undercover cop Lucas White joins Vin Sorrento <laughs> LA the street racers.
2: <laughs> so look, it's terrible. I watched it once because I I don't know. I thought it would like it would be funny and it wasn't, but <laughs> Every single, like, every single second is a callback to the films. Like, there's nothing, like, you're not going to enjoy it, but you'll be like, oh, okay, I there's, know where that comes from. There's like,
1: no wasted space
0: at all.
2: Not even a second. Yeah, <laughs> okay,
0: Perfect. On Letterboxd, there's a 1.6 average rating, which is atrocious. <coughs> 1600 people have seen it 600 of them have given it one half or one star another 250 have given it one and a half or two stars so like it's oh boy and the people who give it five stars which it looks like about a couple dozen probably ironically so
2: who did that film it's like they do other parodies and i can't remember which ones they do like
0: it's Friedberg and Seltzer, whose names... Are, oh, they did Epic Movie, Disaster Movie, Meet the Spartans. So they did the bad parody movies. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Which tracks?
2: <laughs> All good, but you know, you have to do it. It's not like... some I, There's certain things you have to do, and this is it.
1: Okay. We're bringing you back, then.
2: Do you have guests on those things? Because I don't think so, right?
1: We can Sometimes. make exemptions.
0: We can.
2: I'll try to watch it again, and I'll try to sell this movie to you guys. How it should be... <laughs> part of the family as well super fast
0: god damn it god damn it brian okay so since you were last on we have added a question to our either or lightning round without any explanation i want you to answer this question okay are you ready for this one sure when i say to you that a restaurant has food all over the place food all over the place it called? what does that mean to
2: you <laughs> Hmm. that is a very good question initially i was excited
1: yeah first thing like first thing that popped in your head i'm like hey Brian, taking this restaurant, food all over the place. Food all over the place. If you
2: say it like that, then I'm going to get excited. I'm assuming that's just like a euphemism like that they have a lot of food. Like two seconds into saying that, I was like, oh no, is there food on the ground? Is it dirty? <laughs> but- Originally, yeah. I was like, this is a good thing. There's food all over the place. So a lot of options that I would personally enjoy. Uh, probably not the right answer.
0: You went from optimism to pessimism in like the beat of a beat of a second or whatever. The beat of a heart Yes, heartbeat. Yes, 100%. Beat of a heart. 100%. Yes. Excited. A lot of food. Is there food on the ground? Is it dirty? Well, food all over the place, <laughs> though. So. Food all over the place. So the reason we ask that is in the first movie, when Mia essentially asked <laughs> Brian out to cha-cha-cha... She's saying to Vince, "She's like, hey, what's the what's the name of that place? You know, wood tables, red candles, food all over the place." <laughs> so we're like, "The fuck does that mean?" We just caught that in the minute. Actually, the whole dialogue is really fucked,
1: but, but the, <laughs> <laughs> the one with the little red candle, the plantain, food all over the place—like it's just very strange—and <laughs> and it stayed in the movie, so we were like, "Wow." Yeah. It doesn't seem weird when you hear it when they say it really fast and they're going back and forth, but when you like look at the dialogue, you're like,
0: that is ridiculous. Wow, I, I never caught that. Oh yeah, no, there's no reason to catch it. Like, there's so <laughs> many things about these movies that we're making note of that there's no reason to catch, but we're catching because we're going minute by minute and watching each minute 8 or 10 or 12 times. Yeah.
2: You should ask the Foodie Films man himself, Kyle Reinfried, what he thinks about that. We're saving it. I can't wait I... to
0: ask him. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be back. He'll be back. Um so Brian, we got three discussion questions. Cause this lap we are kicking it old school. That's our theme for this lap, as you know, our in-between. Are you signaling to your wife to get more alcohol?
2: No, no, no. I was. I went to look back at my dog. We're doing a video
0: feed for the first time, and uh, it's uh, Yeah, in... behind the curtain, the, the video feed's fucking weird. I man. mean, the video feed is not public. It's just us to each other. But, like, it looked like Brian just signaled to his wife, like, hey, honey, I know that you were taking care of COVID people all day, but, like, <laughs> daddy needs a little bit more liquid over here.
2: Yeah, said, so get me my Coronas. Come on. What's going on here? <laughs>
0: Juice me up, woman. I want I want
1: beers all over the place is what you want. Beers all over the place.
2: <laughs> Dream glass, so you know, I was thinking it while I watched this movie. I want a beer glass that's a can of Nas cut at the top that you put the corona in. Oh. How like is that not been in a bottle? Invented? Yeah, but like like a big, you know, NAS, but like you cut the top off. Corona in. Why not? Kind of like when you came to my
0: first barbecue, the com- the, you were just cranking those Corona familiars out of the giant bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so this lab, we are kicking it old school. As you've seen in the in-between episodes, we've been doing old school car movies, movies with, you know, old school cars in it, so on and so forth. So we got three discussion questions. Pick one, pick two, pick three, whatever you want to answer. Here we go. Are you ready for these questions? Sure. Number one, what is your favorite car movie? Number two, what's your Barbie dream car? Number three, What is your favorite car or car stunt in this movie in Fast and Furious 6?
2: Ooh, ooh, okay.
0: Car movie, Barbie dream car, car or car stunt?
2: Do movies in this series count, or do I have to go outside this series?
0: Outside, I think. I I would say outside of this. Okay,
2: because I think, like, my favorite car movies, ooh, that's tough even in the series, but I digress. What's my favorite car movie outside this series? Well, you guys recently did Bullet. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is that my favorite car movie, though? Why don't I do a high school movie, License to Drive? Have you seen that one? Oh no! The two Corys have to get their license because it's cool. You know, it's a uh, you know Corey oh. Haim, Corey Feldman. Is that my favorite oh. car movie? No, but that's what I'm going to say for the sake of this podcast.
1: That's a good. That's a good choice. We've had a lot. We've had a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang answer. We've had a small food all over the place. We've
0: had a lot of different answers. I've never seen this movie. I don't know if I will.
2: Well, maybe I'll become a patron of your Patreon and make you watch it.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you do the $10 a month tier, you can just pick License to Drive.
2: (laughs) Though I feel like I would do something more, like, meta, like, some, like, Boonwell film, which is, like, some (laughs) really, like, you watching, like, uh, a termite colony for two hours or something (laughs) like that. Like, just some real artistic shit.
1: How about, like, like a new bald eagle hatching, now that you say that? (laughs) Just like a little live stream. Like, <laughs> the birth of that giraffe. Remember that? Like
2: Yo, Yeah, that was that was cool. Patrons, if you're out there <laughs> and you are in the ten dollar tier. We have do not announced this
0: on the pod yet, but Joe had this idea and we emailed people. Yeah. We emailed our ten dollar a month patrons, our four horsemen. And we said, you know, because we're doing two episodes a week now, we feel kind of guilty. I felt bad. We feel guilty that like, you know, instead of doing basically 2% of our year, you're like down to 1% or whatever, right? And so we're like, we're going to give you a second pick, like whatever you want to cover in the next lap. They know the theme. Patrons, all the patrons know our theme for next lap. And we said, here's the two things that we're mulling over. If you want to pick one or the other. And Alex Ellen emailed right away and he gave like two ideas, one of which I was already sort of deciding on. One fits in so perfectly for the show. Yeah, that I didn't I didn't even know existed.
1: I saw that DVD sitting there as I was checking out in Dollar General today. And I was like, should I take a picture with it? And I was like, I don't want to touch anything that I don't have to in this store right now. So I
2: didn't you
0: just but- bought it. I should, yeah, it was $5. It was $5 a Dollar Oh, general. I thought it was a dollar. It was a $5 a movie? I wouldn't pay $5 for it. Yeah.
2: What a tease.
0: To the other three $10 a month patrons, to Jake and to Ben and to Nick, if you're listening and you've not checked your email yet, email in another thing. Because all four of them picked a movie for this lap. No one picked one for next lap. Yeah. And so we want to give each each person another pick. So you get, two, you get double your money. So... You know, and also here's the thing. I don't know if this is fair to them, but if you join right now at the ten dollar month tier, we'll give you two picks next lap, and oh. as long as it fits in the theme, if, as long as it fits in the theme, that's fair.
2: Wow, that, that seems like a really good that. deal. No, I'm but serious. wait, there's more.
0: You get sixteen
1: of them for one for one handling price.
2: Do you get everything in the other tiers as well on that level? We <laughs> do everything
0: below it. Absolutely. The that's only thing. So, so cool. we do have a. a month tier or something where you get to pick an entire lap, which is still like... It's a lot of money, but it's also crazy that no one's done that. And then we have a thing that's like a $50 tier, which is lowered from 100 where it's basically like, you're going to give us money, and we're going to just spend that on dumb shit, and we're going to buy it for ourselves and for you, and you're going to have, like, koozies and air fresheners and hoodies with our logo on them, because yeah. it's only for the three of us. Yep.
2: Now, question, can someone do, like, $25 one month, get all that, and then cancel?
0: They absolutely could. No, well, no, because if... <laughs> no. So the thing is... Well, the thing is, with the, the $25 a month, like, it's for, like, you plan a lap, and, like, if you stop supporting in the middle of the lap, we just stop your theme.
2: Okay, good. That's a good, like, fall safe, right? Like, because someone could just pay 25 bucks, cancel, and be like, here's my fucking lap. Do all these movies. Bye.
1: That happens way too much on my OnlyFans. Yeah. We've
0: all selected a pretty, uh, pretty good group of people, a nice family. So I don't think that they would do it to us, but, you know. We, we thought about that. There are contingencies in place. This episode got way fucking wacky
1: with the sorry, video. Sorry, sorry. I blame the video stream for it, but I like it. I'm just saying it's going to be a really different vibe. I mean, You we're... do
2: twice a week. You do all these laps. Really? Really? How much can we break <laughs> down these scenes anymore? Come on. Well, you've got more questions for me, right? I think I only answered one.
0: Well, I asked three questions. <laughs> I forgot the you other two. You answered one of them, and you answered one of them with a movie that you have not seen.
2: <laughs> okay. I've seen. I've seen. I haven't covered oh, it. Oh, you've
0: seen it. You just haven't covered it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so your favorite car movie, License to Drive. What's your Barbie dream car?
2: It has to be a real Barbie car? or
0: No, no, just like your Barbie dream car. Yeah. Money's no issue.
2: Oh, I thought you meant actually for my Barbies. No, okay.
0: No, this is a term. Like basically how we've repurposed Trash Pocket, we're also repurposing the Barbie
2: dream car. Gotcha. So they keep advertising like win this, like this is going to be a very corny answer, but it's like win this totally electric Ford Bronco that looks like Ooh. it's from like the original release of the Ford Bronco. I want a totally electric Ford Bronco.
1: That's a very cool pick.
0: I like that pick. Is it a white Bronco?
2: Uh, not the one in the advertisement. I suppose if it's my dream car, I could get it in a white, but I think I would get it in like a baby blue.
0: You don't want to be confused with uh, one of the greatest running backs that ever play the sport of football? No.
2: <laughs> um, If I could, I would put that like custom, you know, wood grain on the side. Oh, if I could. Wood, wood paneling for sure. Yeah, uh, I do like the wood paneling. That, that's my jam.
0: And then the third question, do you have a favorite car or car stunt in this movie, in Fast and Furious 6.
2: Um, I really like the bridge stuff. So Okay.
0: The jumping across it.
2: Let's, let's do a tank. Let's do the tank stuff.
0: So the, the thing about the tank that I don't know if I ever really made note of, mentally made note of before. What? Is that they set the trip line, right? And the yes. truck drives into the trip line. Yes. And the momentum <laughs> of the truck driving to the trip line is what propels the tank out. Well, he's also, also driving
1: tank... it forwards because he saw it.
0: Oh, he saw the trip line.
1: I mean, we have to like, guess so because the because the tank comes out moving. It's not just purely the tank's momentum.
0: <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> is that the tank goes out like this was the plan all along. Like it they was. were going to be sabotaged and, and trip lined. Like, they then cut to the guy who's driving the tank. He's like, "Boop, boop, boop. We're good to go. All systems, whatever." But like, it feels like it comes out full speed. It's like it does.
1: But you think you would have reversed and not driven over your driver with a tank? The lack of concern about life i mean we've talked about that a ton but like in your own crew he definitely has to drive over his driver of the truck right because he's in the tank
2: there's no baddie who cares less about the people who work for him and they make it clear in this film but then owen shaw right like when people die he just is like haha whatever you know
0: (laughs) yeah whoops (laughs) (laughs) i want to talk about owen and i want to talk specifically about the last movie that you were on brian and talking about hobbs and shaw and how we, one of our big takeaways, our big regrets is that Owen is not a bigger part of that movie. Especially so watching this one again, they talk so much about how they've had run-ins with Hobbs before, about how Hobbs is this two-bit government hack. They mentioned a couple times, like they're on both sides of the ball, like Shaw talking about Hobbs and Hobbs talking about Shaw, like they've run into each other before. Yep. And yet, despite that... Owen Shaw, not at all. Like, barely he's mentioned in one sentence in Hobbs and Shaw. He's shown in one flashback, one time. Not even him, it's just a young version of him. There's such a history there between this Shaw and Hobbs. It makes the Hobbs and Shaw decision to not have him in there even weirder.
2: It's so weird, and that's... I couldn't shake that thought while watching this film this time. I don't get it. It's silly. It really makes me feel like this is... That they casted, what's this guy's name?
0: I don't know, but I just got this wonderful email. New patron, new $10 patron, meet Brian Rodriguez.
2: Well, I decided you guys convinced me. Oh,
0: God. Wow. I hope he cancels tomorrow.
2: (laughs) You convinced me. I tweeted about it. It's all good. Uh, I'm a new patron. I'm a new patron. Don't know if I have a job right now, but I'm a new patron.
0: Owen Shaw is played by Luke Evans, which makes sense because we can never, for a long time, we could not That's remember right. Owen versus Deckard. And Luke Evans is the most generic, like, British white guy name of all time. It just, like, it is. yeah.
2: And he's Gaston in The Beauty and the Beast. I remember I was really, really following the behind the scenes of the franchise at the time. Especially, like, Fast Five got me, like, supercharged, you know? And I was all, oh, like, ooh. about, like, seeing who was going to be in the next film. And there were so many Jason, Jason Statham rumors. At the time, and they were like, oh, Jason Statham's going to be in the next one. Then when he wasn't in the next one, people were like, oh, this kind of stinks. Totally, (laughs) totally, totally think they wanted him. They couldn't get him. They had a replacement. They did, like, the Owen Shaw bridge. They knew they could do this. And sequence scene with him and then continue with the character and it kind of cheapens not just like the character uh, the character of owen shaw but it kind of cheapens the film it's like oh here's this bad guy who has battled hobbs for years he's pretty much at this point the baddest guy on the planet even braga who i want to talk about a lot guys but braga is like oh i was just like a small time whatever until i met shaw who's like so much younger than him but whatever yeah. until until i met shaw shaw really showed me how to be international and be like a badass and it's like okay this is like a big deal and then it's like okay you know what after this movie forget him he's just gonna be deleted because his brother's way cooler whatever like and it was like oh okay so my history with this film saw it in the theaters i was so excited to see it i don't know if i have seen it since and that's not because it was bad i really really wow I really enjoyed it in the theater, and I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it this time, but now I was like, oh, it feels so much less important. It feels so much like a stepping stone to later films than it did when I first watched it, if that makes any sense.
0: So the weird thing about this one, and I think that does make sense... The weird thing about the timing of this one is that I saw this in theaters like you and I loved it. And then at the end of the year, and I think I talked about this and maybe on the first lap, at the end of the year when I watch this again to see where it falls in my like favorite movies of the year, it was like three weeks after Paula died. And I feel like Ooh. the timing of that made rewatching this early kind of feel heavy. I don't want to watch this. Like, that's a bummer, man, right? Like, you could watch it to celebrate him, but I feel like that might be why you didn't watch it for a while. I don't know. Probably.
2: That's a good, I mean, there's a good chance that that was the reason.
0: I also just realized, in terms of Patreon, we can't call you guys the, I mean, are are you a fifth horseman of the apocalypse? I don't know. Maybe. You
2: set up a term thinking that you wouldn't get more patrons? That's, like, not business savvy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll figure that out. I don't uh, have to be a horseman.
2: Consider me just, like, I'm already in the network, so.
0: Oh, you guys can be the Fox Force Five. Oh, you're a bunch of foxy chicks. I don't.
2: Again, I don't need to be in the crew necessarily. Oh, no, I just wanted are. to be you're a patron so I could occasionally suggest a movie.
0: Of course. And you get to. And so after this, after we're done recording, I'm going to tell you the uh, the theme for next lab. You you're basically in. You're like you've been uh, brought into the family here officially.
2: Oh, I'm going to ruin your lives. But I want <laughs> to cool. I do uh, want to thanks. talk about
0: Owen, and I want to talk about. You know, there's all this talk about hashtag justice for Han and what that means now, whether or not that actually, you know, because Statham tried to and who knows how it's going to shake out. But I want to know, in your opinions, on the scale of whatever to whatever, the scale of unforgivable offenses, which includes killing, quote unquote, killing Han, where does... Kidnapping and trying to murder Mia Toretto. Fall.
1: Well, I mean, he didn't really kill her. No, so... he wanted.
0: He was. He, he dialed the phone to tell his guys kill her, <laughs> and it was only because Tej said, "I'm jamming all the signals." Tip, tip, tap, tap, tap. That it didn't happen. He was a phone call away from Mia being murdered.
2: That would have been worse than Han because Han yeah. was actually a party to trying to destroy him. Mia is completely innocent.
1: And she's a related... She's a Toretto, like, by name.
2: Toretto by name, married t- to Brian. It's... Whew. But, okay, so my question for you guys is, and I don't know, just, like, what's your feedback on the Mia character? Do people like her? Do people feel like she's oh, useless? I
1: people say that they, that they wish that she had more to do, as usually what we generally get from fans. But people like her. People like Mia.
2: I just... This is the first film where I thought, like, hey... Wait a second. They've added, like, secret powers to everybody in this series, right? (laughs) Like, Ludacris suddenly is amazing at computers. And look, in Too Fast, he was, like, a smart guy, and he was an entrepreneur, but he wasn't, like, one of the world's greatest hackers of all time. Um, everyone's got an added power, but they kind of kept Mia as just, like, wholesome girl who makes bad tuna sandwiches. Uh, she's got
0: mom powers.
2: <laughs> okay, sorry. I apologize. If I anyone that, out there...
0: I, we say this
1: a lot, like, we, like, refer to Marvel. Like, I hope that at some point, like, Mia is the Captain Marvel to this world. Like, it's her that they need to save the <laughs> world. Right? Like, she's the cr- crocs.
0: You know how on, um... We should maybe do this, Joe. Like, this what? could be a meme that we do on, on Twitter, but you know how they, like, sometimes they go around, there's, like... A grid of, like, choose your team. There's, like, $5 tier, $3 tier, $1 tier. Or, like, what you sent me was the concerts, right? Like, yes. $50, 40 30 20 yeah. 10 whatever. And so I saw one yesterday that was, like, choose your Avengers team. There's a $5 tier, a $3 tier, and a $1 oh, tier. So yeah, if yeah. you have $15 or whatever, how do you do this?
1: We can make one. I got ideas already. You're just, they're just cranking through my head.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's number one. But number two... Captain Marvel was not on there, and I don't know if it was omitted, but, like, somebody else quote-tweeted the original thing, and, like, that went viral, because it was, like, oh, Captain Marvel cost $16. Like, basically, you can't afford Captain Marvel. She's too cool. So, like, yeah, maybe Mia is just, like, Mia obviously has to be on there, but, like, Mia's the den mother. Like, I think the reason, Brian, I love Mia is because I am Mia, Like, I identify with (laughs) Mia, so I have to love her. It's self-love. That's fair. Joey's really shitty at making tuna sandwiches. (laughs) Perfectly describes him. I've never eaten tuna. I realized that recently. The fish in general? I've never eaten canned
1: tuna because it smells weird. I don't like it. But fresh tuna? All the time. No,
0: I've never done either.
2: I've done Damn. both many a time. I mean, I'll eat anything. But, you know, again, I was I was Roman, so that shouldn't surprise anyone.
0: Anyway. <laughs> In terms of the unforgivable, like, is there something more unforgivable? Killing Mia is worse than killing Dom.
1: I always feel bad we talk about, like, justice for Han and, like, the Shaw brothers and how they can't bring them back. Also, can't you kind of blame Deckard for, like, Owen kidnapping Mia? And I always forget that part of it. As a family, they've both been trying to fuck with the family for so long, like unforgivableness things.
0: Like, whew. well, you got to have a code, and their code is fuck with the Toretto's. Apparently,
2: but you know, if he killed her, yes, he didn't, so no. I mean, it, it, it comes down to that in life, right? Like, Death. if she's dead at this point, we're talking about something different. And every other character has died at least once, right? So maybe she will too. <laughs> uh, who knows?
0: I do have to say that once again for the second movie in a row I got a real pang of like wistful nostalgia when at the very beginning when they're I'm a citizen of the world where Han and Giselle are eating dinner and I was like we're so like we've never been this close to having them back together again I know Now that Han is officially alive now that there's rumors that Giselle's coming back like we've never been this close to a reuniting of the two of them and like every time I see them together I'm like this has to happen like Brian at the end of Fast Five when she's sitting on his lap and they're driving down the Autobahn I cry I cried out of like, such a beautiful hopes scene. of what could be. Like Again, like my brain is messed up by these two, and I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> and, uh... I, I get it, though. I definitely get it. it. That's why Tokyo Drift, as much as you guys love it, and I love it too, the killing of Han in Tokyo Drift is probably the most impactful thing to happen in the entire, yes. besides Paul Walker's actual death in real life. I should say it's the yes. second most yes. impactful thing to happen in the entire series, because they have to alter everything because of this there is no question in my mind that han is still a character throughout all these films if he doesn't die in tokyo drift and let's be honest they never expected to make more films after tokyo drift with han obviously it, it was good han was awesome i get why they did it i'm happy they did it but that oh like if they don't kill him there the whole series changes
0: i really do wonder if the reaction to han is not as strong as it is they don't include him in four because, like, he's in four because they're like, hey, we know that you love him. And, like, also now this sets up this alternate reality where we can bring him back, right? Like, it almost feels like adding him was, like, a, in reshoots. Like, let's just add him in a couple scenes at the beginning or whatever, right? Like, yeah, I it- wonder if, if Han was not as popular as he was, would Tokyo Drift chronologically in order.
1: I think so. I think Brian's making a good point.
0: There's no reason it's not other than to bring him back.
1: And Brian's making the other point, like, if they didn't kill him in Tokyo Drift, as cool as he was, I don't think it would be so sad that he's not around anymore. Because he could always have the idea that he could come back, right?
2: I'm definitely on the fence about it, because I think that regardless if he dies or not, he's still a really cool character, and... For what percentage of the series was directed by Asian Americans?
0: So we got three, four, five, six are all Justin Lin and James Wan did seven. So
2: that's you know that's a big percentage right there.
0: Five of nine, and then it's gonna be six of ten. So after F nine comes out, it'll be sixty percent.
2: Like his representation, uh, Han is so important. I know we we have uh, what like Johnny Tran and Asian characters at the beginning, but none on the team, right? Either way, just the diversity of this franchise, which you guys have saluted, um, it's amazing. But he's a necessary, in my mind, character. Just a, not just because he's Asian; he's also awesome as hell. Yeah, like, he's
1: arguably the coolest character in the whole thing, which is funny. Like everybody's like, Han is the coolest, right? Nobody's like, oh, the
0: Asian guy. It's like Han, the coolest no. one, right?
2: No, definitely.
0: Here's a question: What does he do in this movie? He saves Giselle from the Sniper that one time. Is there anything else that he actually does?
2: He goes on a lot of teams. I don't know.
0: Sure. Because I'm right there with everyone that Han is like my favorite. I think Han is the coolest. But I think that's almost entirely from three. Like I think in four, in four he's barely and he's part of the five. Five. Five, yeah.
2: No, five, he's, five he's, he's, he's cool.
0: What does he do in five? Giselle gets the handprint.
2: This goes to a theory I have. Maybe you guys have talked about it. Maybe you haven't. But... I believe that this was the true sequel to Fast and Furious, that this is what they were going to do next, and the team was supposed to be a lot smaller. It wasn't supposed to have Han. It wasn't supposed to have Giselle. It was just supposed to have the characters from Fast and Furious. What, was it? what is that, 4? Okay. Uh, Number yeah, 4, yeah. And they kind of shoehorned them in because they said, oh, wait, you could do that, but we have this awesome script that was supposed to be an Italian job sequel that we think we could make into a Fast and Furious sequel and really take the franchise to the next level. They said, okay, they brought people in because it made sense with that team, and now that they had that success, you're not going to delete everyone. (laughs) I mean, they deleted... uh, What's the two guys from...
0: Rico and Tego, but they're back. They came back in eight.
2: They came back in eight, but I'm saying at this point, right? Like They're like, the team couldn't be that big, but they're like, we got to keep some people on because the fans want to see them. Uh, To your point, Joey, I think that Han... And a lot of the other characters here are just – there are a lot of scenes where you're like, okay, they're just going along for the ride. I'm not complaining. But I definitely, again, think that this movie could have theoretically worked with just the core team of, like, Brian, Dom, and maybe some other people.
0: And that's what Joe and I have been talking a lot about, especially recently, about how, like, you need to kill people off because it's too big. (laughs) But you can't kill people off because – all the actors' egos are too fragile and they're like, I don't want to be dropped from a movie that's going to make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Because even if I'm a third-tier actor, I'm still going to net probably 10, 15, 20 million dollars and like... I don't care that my character has nothing to do. Pay me my $10 million. True. Which is a bummer, but that's the way of the world. Get that paper, though. I never hate on people getting paid, so. Brian, do you, I mean, you mentioned your favorite stunt, your favorite car scene is that bridge scene. Is that your favorite part of this movie, or do you have another part that's maybe not car-related that you like more than that?
2: Favorite part of the movie. Like Rita Ora? Mm. Yeah, that was cool. That was mm. cool. I like how they're still trying at this point to integrate street racing into it. That, <laughs> that feels cool to me. I don't know if I have a favorite part, necessarily. Um... Anytime Roman's on the screen, any of his Roman oh. Roman one-line. Maybe we, at the beginning when Roman's on his plane. Like, that's cool it's to me, Roman, you. bitches. That's
0: such a good part. <laughs> I love that part. You know, speaking of the beginning, in the opening credits, which is still the greatest credits maybe in any movie ever. Well, that's maybe not true, because the Superman 3 opening credits are really good. But in this franchise, it's the best credits. And there's a shot of Dom in front of oil derricks. Mm-hmm. I don't why why a why b when i don't know and c just c point a why
2: i don't know
1: i have no idea you
2: guys would know more than me
1: well maybe it's a callback to five with like like the chasing the gasolina type thing
0: all i know joe is that those are going to be two really really good fast and furious minutes when we get to them in <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of episodes oh, god another question that i have okay hit us cold open movie starts Dom and Brian racing. We think it's the race at the end of five. We think it's going to be like sort of the end of Rocky three, the beginning of Rocky four, the one last battle between Rocky and Apollo. Yeah. Instead, it's just them racing to the hospital for Mia to give birth to Jack. Yeah. Cuts the credits. Okay. Out of the credits, we see Hobbs, Gina Carano, in London interrogating Bobo Donatello. We cut back. Brian and Mia are with Jack outside, and that baby is no longer a newborn. Like it's not even close to being a newborn. <laughs> like that that baby is months old. Oh yeah. Like. Are we to believe that's a newborn or is there a time jump that's not assigned or like what goes on there cuz like it's 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 able to sit up I in Brian's lap and just like hang out outside
1: I don't have babies nor do I ever want to. But I assume that you have to take them to the hospital a lot, like when you get like a new kitten or something, right? So we can assume that sure. there was just like a time jump there, that they're just constantly at the hospital with this baby. Like you have immunizations to hit, you have physicals, checkups. They're probably always at the pediatrician.
0: And so we're just skipping the boring part?
1: Yeah, so you just like time jump ahead a little bit until like the baby's not weird looking.
2: It's, yeah, totally like a filming call, right? Like, it's really hard to film with newborns and stuff, uh, like legally, so it <laughs> just legally. made more sense, I guess.
0: <laughs> We're led to believe that before the credits and after the credits, like, it's simultaneous, like, it's all happening at the same time. Like, there's no time jump, but like, it doesn't make sense. No, not doesn't. No, yeah, it like,
2: doesn't. Definitely not. I'm sure definitely if you compared like haircuts and stuff,
0: they both look like they're composed and they're able to shower. Like, it does not feel like they have a newborn where they're both like, I don't know how to live my life and keep this thing from dying. <laughs> exactly
1: yeah
0: and i did notice that the dodge charger that dom gives jack the license plate on that car oh. i think says mini wags m i n i w a g s and i googled that and okay. nothing comes up like people think things come up not at all in the movie and like i don't know what mini wags means I was hoping uh, there'd be like some kind of like little like it said Toretto or something, but no mini wags, and I don't know why.
2: Mini wags, that's weird. It's A
0: little London, a little
1: Londony feel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to look it up myself.
1: It was maybe it was like a, a hint that we were gonna go to London,
0: maybe. And then there's the one other thing in that scene because they're talking about how like they're in Brazil and they're all like happy and like it's beautiful and they've got family and they've got love and they've got money. It doesn't feel like home. Yeah. And Brian says, maybe you don't appreciate something until someone takes everything away. And they're talking about 1327. They're talking about Letty. But I'm like, you know, coronavirus. Like, again, we didn't realize what we had until it was gone. You don't know what you got until it's gone. I agree. Paved paradise. Put up a parking lot. Go back to that Fast and Furious minute.
1: Okay. Coronavirus house that you would be in. Who do you want to be quarantined with of the family? You get to pick Mm. three. And then I put a fourth one in to try to change
0: your mind. Oh no. So this is like <laughs> this feels like a Netflix reality show. It's like <laughs> dream house with somebody's gonna sabotage you.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Pick your three that you wanna be quarantined with.
0: Of anybody living or dead?
1: Anybody living or dead.
0: By like giving the three first before you give the fourth, it's setting me up for failure no matter what. Go ahead,
1: I know, but try it. Just give me three. Who's the top three you'd wanna be quarantined with right now?
0: Uh I mean, hmm, very is wildly deaf. I mean, I would like to see I mean, like, I want Han and I want Giselle, but, like, them together means, like, I'm just not part of that equation at yeah, all. Yeah, you're a big why, third Why leg. not?
1: <laughs> oh, could be. Brian it makes a good be. point. This could be I'm a tricicorn in that relationship.
0: There
2: are teases for, uh, what do you call it? Like, a truple or something like that? Like, a three person yeah. couple? There are teases for that as well. Dom says to, what's her name? The Brazilian chick, she, he's like, you could stay if you want. Yeah.
0: I mean, in the new X Men when they rebooted the X Men comic, Logan and Scott and Jean are in a three way relationship. So like anything's possible.
2: Are Logan and Scott in a relationship together?
0: Yeah, they're they're in a th- they're a, a, whatever a throuple. They're 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 together.
2: Yeah, interesting.
0: I'm okay here. Okay, okay. Give me a three. Number one. Okay. Hattie Shaw.
1: Hattie. Okay, good choice, yeah.
0: I'll do... Oh, God, this is going to go terribly. Oh, it's not just from this movie. It's
2: not just from this
1: movie. Any characters? Well, family. Hattie, Han, and Giselle. Okay. And you also get peak eighth movie Roman. (laughs) So he's constantly going to be complaining. He's constantly going to be hungry. I hate that because I
0: hate him in that movie. Yes. But... I'm thinking on a long enough timeline, me and Hattie fall in love, and I th- I feel like you're also throwing in the fact that, like, Roman's going to relentlessly hit on her. Yep. But I feel like that's going to play to my advantage.
1: That's fine, but you're in the house with him, so you just have to deal with it all day.
0: You know, that I'm was okay good with t- that. I yeah, that, mean,
1: was good, that was a good three pick. I like that.
0: What? Who, who's your three? And, Brian, you gotta you got to have this, too. I hope you're I'm thinking. I'm trying. I'm
1: trying. Okay. One.
0: Oh, no. Brian's just suki, suki, suki. Hobbs. <laughs> I, wish. I
1: wish. Because he's, like, most... There to if shit breaks bad, I want Hobbs on my squad.
0: Lucas, Rebecca, Hobbs. Yes, reporting for duty.
1: Two, I'm gonna have to go Ramsey because she's quiet and would probably leave me alone. And three, I would take oh Han because he would have the best snacks. So I got food, I got somebody to protect me, and I got somebody that's like a quiet hacker that would like be non-confrontational.
0: Okay, then I'm going to give you Carter Verone's rat. Okay, it just lives in the house, just runs yeah. around. Okay, that's fair. And like everybody's terrified of the rat, but you can never catch him. So he's just like up and down the walls, and like he's just uh, that's fine. I was thinking Carter Verone, but I was like, no, I want the rat. That's, that's and fair. the bucket, the rat and the bucket. That's fair. That's fair. My first thought, some would say best thought. I don't think it's right. I was gonna throw you Cipher and just like have like a real like wild card in the mix. They would just like play. Probably...
1: Cipher and Ramsey would play like Civilization all day or something. Right? Like this is what they know. Be doing. And I feel
0: like she would just become like productive in, like, goods, yeah. like, that'd be cool. So, yeah, just, you have a rat in your house. That's fair. A literal rat, not a metaphor. Okay. Brian, your turn. Pick three.
2: Um, okay, so my first pick would be Suki, Suki. of course. Yeah, of course. That's Suki's fair. why no, not? Really. Yep. I'm gonna stay in the same film and pick Monica Fuentes. Ooh! She's pretty lady, but she's also very resourceful.
1: You're making a little Playboy mansion over here. Jeez.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was gonna pick <laughs> a Ramsey, Nicole, but... Okay. I, no, I gotta pick a guy. I gotta pick a guy. So I'm gonna pick Braga. <laughs> He knows where it's at. Don Ortiz is an amazing actor. One of my favorite actors, underrated. Wow. He was
0: just in a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. You guys covered. Yeah, he's, he's Jacko Jack Jack
2: He's in a bunch of cool stuff and whatever. I mean, that sounds like a cool party. He knows how to party. Yeah.
0: So Suki, Monica Fuentes, and Braga. Oh, trying God. to be different. <laughs> oh, okay, I wait, I got like one. Don't need to add someone because like that's that's chaos. No, you you
1: get the douchey guy with the Camaro, like the old guy with the leather cuffs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's also oh. in the house. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that does ruin the house. <laughs> Damn it. That does ruin the house.
0: Who would be like the ideal I feel like quarantining with like Bilkins would be cool. Like Bilkins,
2: Bilkins is like, yeah, not on on my, short list. Was Mr. On my Nobody, short list than a Nobody,
1: top tier quarantine pick. You'd have the coolest
0: stories.
2: Joey, I'm gonna pick a different one for you okay
0: well you're picking my whole house you my picking my fourth person
2: no it's just gonna be your whole house it's you okay of and the Brazilian villain from Fast Five.
1: Just all villains. Joey's just in a house. Yeah, with villains? I feel like you'd
2: learn something from him. I, f- I feel like you'd, you know, <laughs> yeah. they all have a similar vibe. They're all different, but they all have a similar vibe. Like they all definitely deal drugs.
1: <laughs> it would be a fun house. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be following
0: quarantine at all.
2: It's in Carter Verone's Miami house. Oh, just a Oh,
0: I love that. That's that's great. Okay. Yeah, Big ass. <laughs> yeah, oh, we should play <laughs> Mash, but with like Fast and Furious. You mean fuck, Mary, kill? No, I mean Mash. <laughs>
2: Like what house we live in, like Carter Verone's house. Yeah, and house. it's like Carter Verone's house. It's 1327. in 27. Yeah, 1327. It's
0: uh, the house that Brian was living in, in Turbocharged Prelude. Brian just blew and our minds. Like it's the boathouse.
2: The boathouse is a good one, yeah.
0: Ooh, that's, it is a good one. How about the club? Like the lobby to
1: that club that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, sure. I, I could live in the nightclub's lobby.
2: The other uh, quarantine house I was going to do was whatever Gina Carano's character's name is. Okay. <laughs> whatever Ronda Rousey's character's name <laughs> oh is. Oh my god. <laughs> And I was thinking of one more, and I can't. Maybe you guys can help me. But, like, they haven't really, like, had another lady heavy, Letty. right?
0: Letty. I guess,
2: but she, she's good. I'm talking about, like...
0: So when you Google Gina Carano Fast and Furious character, the box that pops up on Google just says DSS agent, which is not her name. <laughs> um, her name is Riley Hicks. Okay. You could do... So if you want, like, another heavy, you could do... I don't know how to pronounce it. Vague? V-E-G-H? She's the she's the female Brian in Shaw's crew in this. Oh, and that's, the blondie. True, 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 yeah. true. Yeah. You could do Cara...
2: Galloregan Cara Gallow-Regan. No. <laughs>
0: Kara is the is the girlfriend that Han has in Los Bandoleros at the beginning of four.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: same. She, I guess, is the post Giselle girlfriend. He moved on. But if you want another female, so you want like a female like fighter.
2: I guess it's really got Ronda yet.
0: Rousey. It hasn't really I feel exists. like you gotta throw like Rita Ora in there too. I guess. I
2: don't know. It just she doesn't feel like a fighter. That's, that's a little weird. Well,
0: that was a fun game, Joe. Thank you for that. Sorry. That was good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for
1: playing, guys.
0: I do want to point out, you know, speaking of Gina Carano and speaking of the hand-to-hand combat, like, we've talked about it before, but the two battles, the simultaneous battles, the Letty versus Gina Carano, and the guy from the raid against Han and Roman, like, those are so goddamn cool, and, like, they're so much better than, like, every other hand-to-hand. Like, it's almost like, what have we not done in these movies yet? like something that's basically out of the raid or out of, you know, Old Boy or something. Like, let's just get these people who can, like, really, like, when Gina Carano, like, leg flips Letty mm-hmm. or when they're, like, it just, it's so cool. And it's almost, I don't know if it was, we have these people, let's write to their strengths or, like, we want to have this kind of scene, let's cast the right people. But whatever they did, it wound up amazing.
2: It's definitely, we have these people, let's write to their strengths. Because, again, how many rock bottoms is Dwayne Johnson doing <laughs> in these early series run (laughs) it is but that's just what they do here which is fine i'm totally cool with it
0: and then my only other new note also about gina carano is at the end when they're on the plane and hobbs tosses letty the harpoon and letty says wrong team bitch yeah riley looks at hobbs and he shrugs and then letty shoots her with the harpoon and she flies out the airplane i don't 100 percent understand how harpoons work but like (laughs) shouldn't she be tethered to something (laughs) Like, is she just out there, like, dangling? No, she just chucks the gun behind her. Oh. Oh, So she's, like, so she's tethered to something, but, like, it's just flying with her.
1: Yeah, exactly. She, like, harpooned her out, and then she probably just was, like, tossed. Like, it just, like, sets it on the ground, drops it, and it'll just, like, fly out. Not the most
2: fun use of the harpoon. No. It's cool, but, like, it should have been, there should have been something dangling. I have a question for you guys from the movie. What? Tell me. It was a question that they asked. Okay. Okay. Are you Team Muscle or Team Pussy?
0: You know, I knew this was coming. Oh, God. (laughs) Should I answer honestly?
2: <laughs> sure. I don't know. I just I just wanted to say that.
0: I feel like this is Joe, like we ask everybody, are you more of a Mia or a Letty? I feel like anybody who has a podcast is not team muscle. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's a podcast about like weightlifting. <laughs> well, about Joe
2: Rogan doesn't have <laughs> muscle? <laughs> yeah well no like that's he's the true, one that's he's true. team muscle and everybody else is team pussy
1: yeah I'm, I'm very non-confrontational i don't think that like i would ever be considered team muscle i wouldn't be someone that people would be like i'm bringing him to the fight like just it's just how it works man
2: there's only two choices
1: yeah no we're not team muscle definitely not team muscle <laughs> that's
0: for sure Brian, do you have any other notes, any other thoughts about FNF6, anything else that you love about this movie that you want to talk Look, about? Or, Joe, do you have any other notes that you took, anything you noticed? I could go
2: on it? forever, but, oh, like, you guys are going on forever. You have gone on for a while. You've talked about every point I'm going to already have, you know? I I am fascinated, well, again, with with the Elena thing. Like, like if she would have stayed at the end, she's like, okay, I'll stay. Like, what? how would they have worked that out? It seems very neat. It seems like a man fantasy. Like, oh... I got rid of this other girl. I know she died, whatever. <laughs> I'm with a new girlfriend. The new girlfriend gives me her blessing to be with the old one, and then everyone's yeah. cool at the end. Like It's very like, oh, okay, well, that's great. Like
1: This is how every every breakup I've ever had I imagined, right? You're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, cool. That works. Have fun.
0: Bye.
2: Oh, you're at a different stage in your life? I totally get that. She <laughs> seems nice.
0: Go for it. Because, well, like, what's crazy, I mean, and this is the whole point of, like, why they get together, but in the beginning of this movie, when... Dom is like so visibly torn up because he's got, he's basically in paradise with, you know, not the love of his life, but a love of his life. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at the picture of Letty and she's like, Look, I get it. If that was my husband, I'd get him. Like, go, go get your woman. And it's like, Wow, like that is very emotionally complex and also like maybe just kind of a male fantasy. Just like, yeah, go (laughs) get her. I'll be waiting here in case that doesn't work out. Yeah, if that doesn't work (laughs) out, I'll be waiting here pregnant remember she's pregnant at this point (laughs) unbelievable yeah well so so here i will rephrase my question to you from earlier brian differently Okay. is that you're obviously going to be on the show once or more per lap to talk about every movie at some point eventually so is there anything specifically like i feel like a lot of the conversation that we had the new conversation we had about this was about two and three was not even about this movie like two movies we talked about already i liked it so is there anything specifically about six That, you know, even if we've covered before, that you want to talk about any other, you know, questions you had, uh, things you notice, things you love, things you hate.
2: Stasiak, he comes back, right?
0: Yeah. Sure does. Yeah, he does.
2: It's weird because, like, they want full pardons, and then Dom at one point is like, oh, we knew that we were never going to get full pardons since the day we were born for some reason. And then they get full pardons anyway. Like, I thought that was odd. But then they don't have them again? Like, I'm... Okay, I'll ask you guys this. Where are they now? Are they criminals, or are they good guys, or are they neutral? Like, today... Where are they?
1: After 8 or today after 6? After 8. They're good guys after 8 because they were trying but, to help help them get Cypher.
0: So at the beginning of 8, when they have to break out, like when Mr. Nobody recruits them, like, you need to steal this thing. And then Dom steals it from them. Like, that's why Hobbs goes to prison because, like, he's operating outside of the law, right? And so he yes. gets sent to prison because what he did was... I think that they are technically... Bad guys, like, to the public, to the world, To the they public, are bad that's guys.
2: what I mean. They're always good guys to us. But to
0: the people who are in power, like, the people who actually, like, can pull the strings, they are good guys. Yeah, because right? Mr. Nobody gotcha, recruits
1: gotcha. them a bunch, so they have to be on the good yeah. side. Yeah.
0: But, like, that's the big point in the beginning of 8, where he's like, look, if you do this and you get caught, I can't help you. Fair. Yeah.
2: Okay, good point.
0: I think they kind of exist, they teeter between that space of good and evil, but I think that they are, or right and wrong, or whatever... But I think they're closer to being criminals. It's, you know, have you ever, you ever think you're the bad guy wanting to be it's the good guy? guy? Not the, yeah. God, oh, oh, you hit me in the heart with that one. I had another
2: question for you guys. So while watching this film, and there was a street racing scene, um, or at least showing the street racing culture. And I noticed in a lot of the films, there's a lot of these street racing scenes, especially early on. And it seems like the crowd is mostly women, right? Like, there's a lot yeah. of women dancing with each other. at the <laughs> parties, too, afterwards. touching each other, dancing with each other. I'm wondering point. if you found that on this podcast that your audience has been mostly women. Do you think are women mostly the fans of of street (laughs) racing things and and this franchise itself because the movie would let me believe that was the case.
0: Well, according to our Spotify metrics, we are 51%, have a 51% (laughs) female listener base, which I think is not true. Anecdotally, (laughs) via email, that is not true. And and much like Brian, like you were
1: describing with Dom's uh, breakup of... Of Elena, I think that that is also just a super male fantasy. I'm sure that there's some women <laughs> <It is. laughs> that are that are at the street races, but it's not predominantly dying <laughs> like the the hottest women you've ever seen. To just want to dress up to dance at the street race.
0: I don't remember if it was Liz or if it was Roxana, but one of our last two guests said that there's basically like a quota for a number of lower halves of butt cheeks that you're supposed to see in these movies, oh, and like. Yeah. You could show a dude's lower half of butt cheeks but like I think the people <laughs> paying to see this movie in theater are not paying to see the lower half of dude's butt cheeks. It's true. It's a shame. It's Generally a shame. speaking. It's not what I'm paying
2: for. <laughs> okay, I was just curious if you had found that as well. No, but women do getting love getting a these confused.
1: movies. That's a, that's a different oh. thing too. Like they do yeah, love sure. the movies and there is something in there for everyone like we always say
2: i agree with that yes i agree with that. i
0: do feel like those like the basically race wars or whatever you want to call like the british race wars or Rita or is i feel like it's kind of combining two different things it's kind of combining gearhead car culture yeah uh, which i feel like is most of the audience of this show and then it's also collecting party culture which is the women and those and which i feel is not this show which is not usually podcast audiences true like they're out doing the living the life podcasts are not-
2: excuse me I host a show with party in the title. I resent what you (laughs) (laughs) said.
0: Yeah, but I feel like by having the word slumber before, it it kind of negates all the cool elements and all the cool properties of the word party. (laughs) And half your episodes are now called study sessions. It's not even like there's a party there. You brought the bell home with you, Brian. I did
2: bring the bell home with me. It's another story.
0: How is the uh, how's the new intro on Mondays coming? Have you figured out what you're saying yet? Because it still feels like you're like making do as you happen.
2: I'm still making do as you said. It's I'm trying my best. I'm hoping that the next Monday and the next Monday and the next Monday will be my last Monday, and that I'll be back to work. But oh
1: fuck! Why didn't you do a cyber school session? Because everybody's doing school from home.
2: Well, I've Ooh. implied it on the show, okay. but okay. It, I haven't had the concrete idea yet. Who knows? And this isn't about me. This is about. <laughs> This is about the Familia, the, the Toretto gang. So,
0: uh, Joe, did you have any notes, any other new
1: takeaways that we've not covered I didn't take any notes yet? on this movie. Not this time. I knew we were talking to How Brian. You? No, I knew we were talking to Brian. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of I'm, I'm in cruise control right now. I know what's going on. I just want the guests to just lead and have fun. Just whatever they want to talk about. I'm sure we could figure something out.
0: If there's no other... Brian, do you have any other notes, or do you want to play a couple games?
2: Let's play some games.
0: Well, first off, oh. this ain't no 10 second race, a.k.a. boy, oh. do we have a podcast for I feel you. feel like so we haven't played this by in the next forever, time you're on. by
1: the way. Because we've done so many episodes, and we haven't, like...
0: Yeah, it's, it's two weeks. It's four episodes ago. Yeah. But, Brian, hopefully by the next time you're on... You know, next lap, we've got Nico and Kevo on. So you I don't know if you've ever... Have you podcasted with Nico and Kevo before or no? I have not. Next time you're on, probably in that lap, we will have new characters in the quiz. And you can probably take the quiz again and maybe get a new character if you want. Or if you don't want, if you're happy being Roman.
2: I like being Roman, but I like taking quizzes. So, And I've been Roman every time so far. So
0: So this Ain't No 10 Second Race, a.k.a. Do we have a podcast for you. So this is where we go on Twitter.com, the Bird app. And we find tweets from anyone who we think might be interested in listening to this podcast. So, Joe, if you remember, Ugh. when we played this with Roxana, we had all three of our people like the tweet, and two of them respond on the show. So let me review this. Oh so God. we know points are coming.
2: Oh, I Ugh. need to win this one.
0: I'm going to review last picks, though. So me. right now, Joe, we each did one, and then Roxana did two. Only one of hers counts. But – first up I found Matt Lohman at Matt Lohman guess I'll start working my way back through the fasts and the furiouses. hashtag quarantine mile boy do we have podcast a podcast for you. And he had that whole he had that like whole thread yes. and yes he did like it and reply so I get six points Boop. Damn, that's awesome Dude, we did good last time? I remember. We did re- we did really really well. We did really good. So that brings me to a total of 15 and a half points. Okay, you in the lead? No, I'm st- even even with that, you're still ahead of me. Okay, good. So then Joe, you found Mr. Werewolf pianist at Brian <laughs> Metolius. Okay, I am caught up, officially caught up. With the Fast and Furious saga, just saw the trailer for F9 and holy Shh. crap. I get why everyone is so bummed about its delay. Justice is coming. Boy, do we have we a, podcast, have for a podcast for you. Brian liked it and replied, saying 10 out of 10 names. So, Joe, you also get six points. So, you canceled 25.
1: yours. Did you see that?
0: You did. Oh, I did. However, my six put me ahead of Kara. She had 14. So now I'm officially oh. back in second place. Okay. God, because boy, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Roxana found Davey at Yip Deceiver. I want nine Fast and Furious movies starring just Han. Boy, do we have a podcast, have a podcast for you. you? Davy did not respond, but Davy did like the tweet. So Roxanne on She's on the board. She's on the we, board. We also want to check the other one. James Gunn tweeted, My girlfriend is qu- crying next to me over Groot's death. And John Lee Brody, at John Lee Brody, said, Wild theory, Groot was Dominic Toretto from Fast and Furious in a past life. Mm. In the yet-to-be-made Fast and Furious 10, Dom and the crew go to space, and he sacrifices himself for the family but his consciousness was carried through a cosmic wave and he was reborn as Groot. Boy, do we have a podcast podcast for you. you. Liked by Jake and Mike, but not by John Lee Brody. So even though that didn't count for points, it wouldn't have counted for points because there's no points there allotted. Mm. Okay, I got one for today. Hit me with it. It's unmarked cop car at car
1: unmarked. The tweet (laughs) is, everyone needs to take a class in high school. Don't do stupid shit and you won't go to jail oh, you're 47 and drive a car that sounds like a supercharged weed eater because you watch too much Fast and Furious, don't cuss <laughs> the police when they pull you over and you won't go to jail. Boy!
0: Boy! Do we, do we have a podcast? Have a podcast for you? for you. So this is from a year ago. Yeah, and I think by the latent anger in this tweet, that unmarked cop car would not actually enjoy our podcast. Probably not. But but it mentioned high but, school.
1: It's hard to find high school Fast and Furious tweets.
0: Did you search Fast and Furious High School? I absolutely did. All right. Very important. Very, important, <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Um, so I'm going to reply. Boy, do we! I'm going to do oh no not from me hold on i like the name too unmarked cop car that's pretty funny now brian have you found one yet or are you still looking
2: um i sent you one.
0: Ooh, do you want to read it
2: i i don't like it as much i have i've have never scored in this game correct
0: did he did is brian on the board brian let's see here gotta look at the uh this tab brian rodriguez zero points so the leaderboard in the clubhouse right now joe two 25 points yes joey Fifteen point five.
2: Oh. So I, I feel as a gift, as a new patron, you should let me have three chances at this game.
1: We'll give you three. Go for it. You can have three.
2: Okay. So I'm currently looking for three. But my first one. This is me just trying to score. <laughs> it's by Peter Robinson, and it was by. T- it was twenty hours ago. He said, "Just got done watching Fast and Furious Six, and I didn't know that Rita Ora was in it. Only a small part, Ooh. but still pretty cool, if you ask me." At Rita Ora, you did an awesome job. <laughs>
0: Boy, do we, do we have a podcast podcast for you and Rita Ora if she wants to listen. Oh boy, Brian, is this second one one you're doing as well?
2: Yes. Okay. It's by someone called Ty, and it looks like an orange. Mm-hmm. Or at underscore tylo. Beat the pussy, then dust off my knuckle. No fast and furious car. I got muscle. They said they oh. killers like Chucky. A chuckle.
0: Boy. Oh do we, <laughs> we have a podcast, have a podcast for, you? <laughs> for you jesus okay i'm working on my third beginning to regret uh the idea that we're liking and retweeting all these but you know <laughs> it is what it is did he
1: just make a fast and furious freestyle please tell me that it's not like a real <laughs> lyric and that that was written by by this i don't tweeter. Know, he's
0: referencing chucky too like i think it's just maybe a movie freestyle no but beat up the
1: box. Beat. I don't just tear up the box. I, I like what. I just don't go around the box. I think
0: outside the box. I beat it up. That's a very Twinkie type line.
2: Joey, pick one because I'm still looking.
0: Okay. Here's here's the one I'm doing. Okay. This is from the Chicken of Bristol at Immigrant Film on Twitter. The real hashtag Justice for Han would be giving him a better luck tomorrow sequel, oh. in which his friendship with the FF crew is repeatedly but peripherally mentioned. I. e. Dom appears in his phone cool. contacts at Justin Lynn. Well boy, do we do we have a podcast you for you. It's not gonna say Samoan Thor on his phone.
2: Okay. Okay, I got one. Um it doesn't have to be from this film, right? It could be any of in the series.
1: You pick anything. It doesn't even have to be about Fast and Furious.
2: Alright, but I like to stay somewhat on brand. You know how yes, Kara was um,
1: killing it? I'm gonna tell you this after you cause you have this tweet already. Kara was killing it with people being like I need to look for a podcast. And she, like oh, that's what but, she would reply to, and it worked every time.
2: But I want to play the game the right way. In There's mind. no wrong but way I to play that. it. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, the, Daniela Flores says, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw predicted the coronavirus. Confused oh. face, sweating face, oh. mind-blown face. Oh. The virus in the movie is to wipe out the unfit and weak in order to make better mechanical human. Mind-blown face, mind-blown face, mind-blown face, <laughs> mind-blown face. Mind blown face.
0: Boy, do we, we have a
1: podcast, podcast for, you. for
2: you. I just want to score.
1: Conspiracy <laughs> theorist, I lo- I like that. That's good. So she she's alluding to the fact that coronavirus is to wipe out unhealthy humans so that they can make us all biomechanical? That's what I'm getting from that tweet?
2: Yes. Okay. That's what I
0: thought. Yes. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. That's what it feels like. I do. I'm glad that Brian's now giving us $10 a month because I feel like we've alienated at least one potential person <laughs> who's <laughs> maybe given us money through the that series of retweets, but...
2: Well, let me know if I score, please.
0: We will. Uh, We will. I mean, you'll have to listen to our uh, Tokyo Drift episode in four episodes. But yes, yes, yes. All right, Brian, we've got one more game to play. You've played this before. Dude, What's My Car? The car guessing game. Now, Brian, do you want to help me give clues or do you want to help Joe guess?
2: Definitely give. I'm not a car guy.
0: Okay. Okay, let me forward you an email then. Give me one second to figure out which one we're playing for. Joe? Joe? What's the prize tonight? The prize tonight. It, didn't Jensen give us a prize? Well, yeah. It was like just
1: like just the centerpiece of the hubcaps because they're out of business, dude. So, Brian, you'll get f- three hubcap centerpieces for a Jensen automobile.
2: They didn't have <laughs> nice, four. Nice. The, 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 the factory's
1: <laughs> been out of business since eleven or whatever. Mm, it's been a while. Sense, makes sense.
2: Yeah. Okay, I know this one.
1: This is from Hector. And Brian says he knows it. That's a good hint. Okay.
2: I, could, no, I, could, I couldn't tell you the, the year. Yeah, that's fine. One, but no, no. Like, I knew. Okay. I knew the, yeah.
0: Subject line, rough world car pick. This car is somewhat special to me because it convinced me that similar cars are cool and special. This car okay. is a heavily modified version of the last picture. The owner made the custom body and modifies similar cars. He names every car including his own. Okay. This car, the one that you're trying to guess. It's like is Mona named- Lisa. Yes. It's <laughs> named the Stella Artois. <laughs> that's just such a weird name to name your car. Yeah, it is weird. This is a German car? Okay. Yes. Uh, there's one that's black and there's one that's red. Can I in, can I just like this, babe yeah. Ruth and just
1: like point to the you can see me just point to the thing? Yeah. Go for it. Is it a Volkswagen Beetle?
2: No, no, no. no. Okay, okay, I'm not that dumb. No, this is like a cool car to have, but it's not. And like, look, I don't know cars, and I know this car because like okay. the brand. If I think of the brand, this is the first car I think of in this brand. Oh, interesting.
0: I thought. There was a moment when you said that you wanted to Babe Ruth this that I thought you were going to get it right. Interesting. There's a non-zero chance that you could have Babe Ruth just like this is one of those kind of cars where like you could just Kobe it out of the box and be like that's the one and he'd be like yeah.
2: What are these clues we're supposed to give this Anything clues to help him?
0: The goal is to get him to guess it. Okay. Point, okay. Like, so the game is the game exists. But like, I not say I'm the not
1: brand. Good at describing cars. Do you to tell me like what it looks like? The headlights? No, I know.
2: But like, to, I feel like this is an obvious one, but maybe not. German make
0: from 1975
2: car name is a number
0: is a number that's a big clue let's that's a big clue back a tiny bit that's
2: all i'll say you didn't restrict me from that
0: both of these cars have a spoiler it's definitely the kind of car that has a spoiler okay it's a two-door sedan or a coupe or some kind of car okay sort of it's very sporty okay very sleek very sexy very curvy car Okay. Very low center of gravity on both of these. I mean, they are modified, but it feels like they're both very low to the ground by design. Okay. It's a number.
2: Well, yeah, there there are only so many German car makers.
0: The headlights, both they look like eyes. Those like eyes.
2: You weren't so wrong when you when you guessed the Beetle. Okay. It's not a Volkswagen or anything like that, but in terms of a very different like price ranges, but in terms of a preferred shapes, we'll say.
1: Okay. Is it is it a Porsche? Yes. Is it just a 911? Yes. Oh, well, Hector knows from the early episodes that this is my old white man dream car.
0: Whoa.
1: Okay, let me see this 911. Oh, very cool. This is actually just like the one that Rachel built the Legos, right? Didn't I tell you guys that she got one in Legos? I think I posted a picture yeah. of it. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's very, very cool. My friend has an old, an old 911 Turbo that's right around this year. He's like an exotic car salesman, and that's one of the cars that he drives, and I'm super jealous of it. But yes, this is my old white man dream car, and I absolutely love it. I would drive one of these immediately. So Hector said so he showed is, him that this kind of car was cool.
0: The owner of this, the owner is Akira Nakai. Do you know that name? No, I don't. He's a Japanese car tuner and the founder of the Porsche tuning company Rao Welt Begriff, which specializes in the design and installation of custom wide body kits and older Porsche models. Oh,
1: very, very cool. I like and it. And
0: somehow, I don't know why, I want to find out how old this guy is. But on IMD- or on Google, when you search him, uh, there are two movies that come up. There's two a movie movies? from 1963 and a movie from 1968. So there's a movie called Alone Across the Pacific. And then there's a movie called Kurobi no Tayo, which is from 1968.
1: Is he an actor or did he work in the cor- cars?
0: I don't know. Akira Crew? Oh, he produced it. Oh, cool.
1: I just want to say Brian's clue that the car was a number. In German, cars, like all the Mercedes are numbers. All the Audis are numbers. All the Porsches are numbers. So, like, it wasn't that.
2: No, it's not the only numbered German car. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a, a Boxster, I suppose. But exactly. But, like, yeah.
1: Awesome. Cool. Thanks
2: well, for that, Victor. Thank
1: you for that in. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us on this episode, and also, more important—not more importantly, but you know, more directly—thank you for becoming a patron of Too Fast Too Forever. <laughs> After this episode ends, <laughs> we will tell you what next lap's themes, two themes are, and you can pick two in there. And they're very. One is a very sort of tight theme. And one is a looser theme. And you can uh, pick one for each, two for one, whatever you want to do. You hmm. get two now. That's interesting. That in a second. But thank you for joining us. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, you, brother. for having me. This was a fun episode.
2: Always a pleasure.
1: I love coming on High School Summer Party. I've been talking about you and High School Summer Party for like the past four episodes. And I messaged Joey earlier, like I messaged both of you earlier, like I totally forgot you were going to be the guest on this one. (laughs) And I've just been like hyping you, unbeknownst to me, for like four episodes of Too Fast. I'm
2: glad. I'm glad. I hope I lived up to the hype. Um, Always do. Joey, you're... You've signed a couple of contracts recently with High School Slumber Party? <laughs> I did. Not a lifetime contract like you're on the show for life, because I, don't, I want to undo it's, that to you. I don't do even it. know if I'm well, on the show I'll for life. It. But to do lifetime films, those have been going excellent. Those have been really fun. We'll There's have so some coming fun. up yeah. this month as well. And of course, you know, some news, some big news for uh, 2021 that Ooh. you'll be on our next lap of... Twilight Forever. So you are
0: calling them laps. We were trying to figure out how to call them. Or <laughs> no, I don't
2: know. think they're going to be laps because it doesn't make sense. But it's just more of a joke. <laughs> next, about you can this call them the next Sparkle. Maybe the next. I don't know. I'll ask. The next Kate inning. Hudson, the next expert. inning of Vampire Baseball. Maybe the next. Yeah, the second inning. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Inning number two. <laughs> you
0: know, I feel like maybe you know, in a couple laps when you are like after because the next two laps we have the same guest every time, but like when we're back to assigning guests to episodes again, I feel like maybe if I want to edit what will presumably be a four hour episode I gotta get you and Kate Hudson on here together oh uh, my god and maybe oh, it could god. be like a promotion of uh, Absolutely. Twilight Forever or something that would be awesome we can, recast, I w- I we can
1: recast Fast and Furious movies with the Twilight characters
2: ooh I like it I, I know like it. but
1: we'll save it we'll save it we're tabling <laughs> that until you both come back
2: Joe you and I had another idea that'll air what? sometime at a later date on my show for what will happen the next time I'm when I do all the films and then I'm on too fast okay we came up with something I can't, I can't reveal it right now now but i don't remember it
0: is it coming out on the episode release on may 18th
2: no this is like a backlogged one so i have no idea when this one will come out but you'll just have to hear it oh boy i'm excited i could tell you off air i could remind you off air.
0: very scary okay very cool well joe next episode on friday of this week you and i are doing dirty mary crazy larry Which as i was editing as i was editing death proof i think every time i said that movie i got the i got the adjectives inversed yes so i Said it wrong half the time, and I said it right half the time. Yep, same. I fixed it once, and I was like, "This is not. It, it, it's not going to keep." Nope. But yeah, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, the good or the old all or nothing days. The good old days. Dumb people yeah, smashing yeah, real yeah. cars. Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. But Brian, thank you again for joining us here and for all things Too Fast Too Forever. You can go to cageclub.me, Facebook.com/slash Too Fast Too Forever, or at Too Fast Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at 2fast2forever.com. Brian did it. Ooh. You can do it, too. Join the $10 a month tier. Pick two movies next lap, and then one movie every year. Who knows? Next year, so, it's so far away. <laughs> next year, it can't come soon enough. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But yes, join now. $10 a month tier. Get two movies next lap. Very exciting. Check out our Patreon page. Leave us a review on iTunes. And just, you know, check out, check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. We, we you know, we care about you. True. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm
2: Joe, too. And I'm Joey Lewandowski. Lewandowski.
0: <laughs> and that was Joey Lewandowski of High School Slumber Party. We'll see you next time right here on Too Fast, Too Forever. Peace out. You
1: anus am- piecers. piecers. <laughs>